Well, this is... Well, if you don't know already, enjoy the podcast. Hey, everybody, and welcome to D4, where I, Dustin, and I, Devin, co-DM a 5th edition game of Dungeons & Dragons. Yes! So, last time on Doppel Delivery with Dual Deceptions, Vinley returned to the group. After a short stint away training Althalid at the Blackstaff Tower and finding her new devotion to the final scribe, Jurgle. Feeling more confident and focused, she returned clad in armor and on a mission from Laurel Silverhand. Around her neck hung the symbol of Mistra, the mother of magic, imbued with the silver fire weave that dances in the ceiling of the Open Lord's office. Waiting and planning with the BFGs was their longtime friend and totally evil-looking dragonborn cleric of Bahamut, Kaiser Vex, also sent on a mission to aid them from the Black Staff on behest of the Open Lord. While the help of team planning, a doppelganger disguised as the assassination target, and the aid of a few allies, they set out to take down Manshun's right-hand man and main fence for the Zentarum. Man, an Eladrin known as the Winter's Wind. The team was uh, instructed to meet outside the city in a small adjacent Commonwealth town known as Undercliff Village and meet with the Winter's Wind at a small tavern known to be a safe meeting place for off-the-books business. With clever planning, they dosed the doppelganger disguised as Thardok Starbuckler with a potion of feigned death to put him into a catatonic state to fool the Eladrin while they are escorted down to, uh, to the village by Maloon War Dragon. They meet in the damp darkness of a cellar under the tavern where the winter's wind was waiting. After successfully fooling the Feyblood man, he calls for a hit squad to come in from the hidden storage rooms and from through an arcane gate uh, where a harrowing battle ensues. If it were not for the aid of their allies, the blessing of Mistra, but more importantly, their clever thinking, they may not have made it out alive. However, they prevailed and felled the bully blade mercenaries, as well as destroyed the Eladrin, leaving him to no longer spread his turmoil across the Sword Coast on behest of Manshun. Searching over the bodies, they found the evidence that these were nothing more than hired goons when they found a thousand dragons on each of them, while Vinley takes a tooth trophy from each including the Winter's Wind and his ice blue and white cloak etched with arcane symbols. In the aftermath, Kaiser Vex and Maloon gathered the bodies of the Fallen, some of which they had stabilized to take into custody at the request of Maloon, so that they may be tried by the city's magistrate and the Open Lord be made fully aware of the successful outcome, and also hopes that they may pull information from them. One quick note, I would have asked Kaiser Vex or one of them to heal the doppelganger. We well, I assume I laid hands on him. Yeah, yeah, <clears throat> yeah. Absolutely, he was healed, and by whatever means through Kaiser Vex and uh, Sasha, he was healed gotcha. yep. of his his wounds from the purple fireball. Yep. Uh, you all help with the tasks of retrieving the bodies to be burned and buried in the city of the dead, while Vinley meticulously records their names into her holy book of Nurgle even learning the name of the Winter's Wind to be Ionric Netioive, which you realize means his pseudonym in Elvish. 
It isn't long before the day is gone and the sun begins to set on the small farming village that rests under the massive cliffs that elevate water deep that now cascade long oppressive shadows across the grasslands. Harold looks to you all and then back out across the farms away from the city. With a heavy heart, but assured confidence, he tells you all since he is already so close and still worried about Petunia that he's gonna go meet her parents and make sure she is okay, but will return soon and to try not to have too much fun without it. Oh, he also tells you, if you come across some purple pajama pants, he really wants a pair, but it should be fine because it's a different style of pants. Uh, but on a more serious note, he hands you a folded letter without an envelope with the caveat, if you see the cast letters before I do, let them read this. Uh, I mean, you can read it now if you want. I just, I don't know. Um, good luck and uh, I'll see you soon. And uh, with a fist bump to V, he will make his way off and down into the farmlands of uh, just on the outskirts of Waterdeep. You all return to the tavern, sending the doppelganger on his way um, as he, uh, as you've already paid him, I'm, I'm sure. Yeah, we, yeah, I yeah, already yeah. paid him. Yep, uh, and uh, he tells you that it was fun. Um, he has never had such a good night's rest and he can't wait for the next time. Um, but you all return to the tavern, seeing the wake of festivities you sadly missed from the events of Shieldmeet. You are left contemplating the sheer amount of chaos you've all endured, whether for better or worse over the past two days, juxtaposed to the city's joyous festivals. And you finally have a quiet moment alone to discuss your future plans as you unwind in the common room. What are you all doing? Something I would have done probably the previous day. Um, okay, first off, how does the stone work? So you can ask it a question a day, basically. Um, you could not have asked it the previous day as a question had already been asked of it. Fair enough. You could not get the answer from it. So today would be the first day that you could ask it something. I would like to ask it where the Brandarth crypt is. Okay, hold on. Shouldn't you ask it where specifically the item we're looking for is? I'm assuming it would be the same thing? Because that's what I... It already showed me so, where the item is. In a soft but familiar voice in your mind, but much more calm, unlike the panicked and hastily just that droning sound that you heard for so long. This voice surges through your mind with absolute clarity. With a rush of information that embeds itself into your mind, you take seven points of psychic damage. Not down. Um, Go ahead and take that off of your maximum hit points. Okay, noted. Yep. Um, 
and you hear lost in the tombs where the lords find rest deep in the city of the dead lie the last ashes of the Brandarth lineage beware those not devout and dedicated to the divine respect of the dead who open the tombs for they may find themselves lost within the catacombs sealing their fate with the forgotten I'll just copy that send that to you Logan I take it rubbing my temples but you okay <sighs> we're getting closer and closer to getting this done and I've just asked the stone where our next lead is There is a place in the City of the Dead called the Brandarth Crypt. That is where the last key is going to be. That was all it told me. Okay. Do we... Do we go after it without Harold? Um... Can we? Hey, I mean, you found the last piece without me oh yeah i'm i'm more wondering if we can from a getting in trouble standpoint not a needing to have him there standpoint i work closely now with both the forest gray and the parish of linesbane um worst case scenario i can invite my friend that i was telling you about um hattie Oh, okay. Yeah, she's higher up, a little bit higher up in the ranks than I am in the Parish of Lion Spain. So the one downside would be we wouldn't be able to tell her exactly why. I mean, I could tell her it has to do with what happened with Bane and we were chasing a lead. She might help with that. That's not untrue. It's not? Okay. Um, give me one second. And she, like, waddles over to her two skeletons and says, Vrush. And her armor just falls to the floor. And she looks to the skeletons and says, Will you put that in my room, please? And then she sits back down on the couch. And you watch as they lean down, pick them up. Sorry, it was getting hot in there. said we could read the note, right? Yeah, he yeah. said, you can read it now if you want. Yeah, I kind of curious. <clears throat> so, Voss. Yeah. The more that, as you sit here, the more of that, that image of, of that knowledge is burned into your mind from the stone. Brandarth. There's something familiar about that name. Has anyone here ever heard of the name Brandarth? Sounds familiar. Hang on. Isn't, aren't they one of the noble families? B? Sorry. I 
I think so. Saisha pulls out her book and starts going through it. <sighs> so many notes. I'm not sure. There's so many names, and honestly, growing up, I never cared about any of them. That's fair. Can I make uh -huh. a history check or something? Yeah, go ahead and make a history check. We'll try as well if nobody else will. Mm -hmm. Hey, where am I? History. Uh, Logan, I would also say you could do like a straight intelligence check with advantage because you have keen mind. keen mind, but it's Understood. been so long since you've heard that name. 18. 12. Okay. 12. Okay. Um, you don't remember the name specifically Brandarth. What you recall is a place renamed to Brandarthal Manor. And the reason why you remember that is because that is the name that Renair changed it back to. Oh! oh. Renair's house! Well, I should have known that one. No, we really gotta start paying attention. Time. It's been a long time. But yeah, that was, um, Renair named his house Brandarth, what? Brandarthal. Brand, basically Brandarth Hall. Oh, Brandarthal. Brandarth Hall. Yeah. You know, and it usually was when I walk into a building, people don't introduce its name to me. He only said it once, and he told you that it was in the namesake of his mother. He named it after his mother. Oh, we're going into the tomb of his... That makes so much sense. Of course he would have been disrespectful enough to invade the tomb of his wife. Or his wife's family. Right. Yeah. Because well, yeah. he didn't care about it. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. We're going into a tomb. Could bring him with us. I think we should. Give us a likely reason to also be going down there. I just would feel really weird doing that without him. Seisha, what is that? The laws of the city. Oh my gosh, you just keep that on your person? Oh yeah, of course. Um, so under... Um, in the article of the Crimes Against the City, Section 3, Article 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, um, tomb robbing carries a sentence of imprisonment up to a 10-day and damages covering the cost of repairs plus 500 gold. If we get caught. We can cover that. Yeah, we can cover that, is what I said. I think it would be per person. Okay, so revisiting what well, I said. Well, some if we of you guys could be invisible. I can right? No, we can't. Harold's not here. Oh, wait, can you cast it? I can. It's just... on me. So one of us could be invisible. Well, I mean, if anyone's going to prison for 10 days because they got spotted grave robbing, it's probably going to be me and Seisha. That's yeah. Been late. Oh, my God, it would be a new experience! Is there any way Could we be. can make this seem like Greyhand business? I mean, oh, I can just we... say it's Greyhand business and oh. hope it works. I mean, it's your business and you're a Greyhand. Exactly. And I have been hired by Oriel and Bajra to do exactly what we're doing. Either way. Can Renair not go of his own free will? Why would we, are we taking him? Well, I, if I assumed if we did, it would help. Renair may not 
want be to be too enthusiastic about us raiding the grave of his mother. Well, I'm not uh, excited to, you know, They're disturb the grave of my boyfriend's mother either. I might have to sit this one out too then. Clarification. Um, because I've been gone for a while. Does Rainier know that we have this? No. We have not told him directly. I... I think we've danced around it enough that he has a clue that we've got... He knows we have something important. Something important. Petunia knows. Oh. Oh. Why can't we tell Renier? Because the fewer people who know, the better. But Petunia knows. Because she was with us. Okay. It's fair. This is one of those... This is one of those bits of information that is very dangerous. And information is meant to be shared, but you have to be careful that the information you share doesn't lead to more people getting hurt. And I think more people would get hurt if everybody knew we had this than would benefit from it. I'm not talking about everybody, just for Nair. I know, but... Stone said specifically the last ashes of the Brandath lineage. Like in the most recent, like the last, or the last, like the last of it? Hard to say. (sighs) It did give me warnings of disrespect for the dead. Oh, well. well. I have nothing but the utmost respect for them. I have a lot of respect for the dead. Better cool people. Encircling back, if we were to invite Patty, she carries a little more more weight than I do. Is Patty again? A mentor of sorts. Um, she was with me when I found Bane. Oh. Oh, okay. I have no problem with this, so long as we can keep the stone secret. Yeah, I'll just tell her we're following a lead with the gray hands about Bane's death and other things. Very well. Um, is it late tonight? It is evening, yes. <clears throat> You've spent most of your day uh, cleaning up the aftermath uh, with Maloon and um, Kaiser Vex and everything yep. happening in uh, Undercliff Village. Is the it- sun slightly still up? Uh, it, it can be uh, uh, the sunset, yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, in the middle of this, she sees you look towards the window. She looks towards the window and she's like, <gasps> Okay. Okay? Sorry, I I, for, uh, I forget. Time that's... of day is important. No. Yeah, yeah. Mine is morning. Oh. Yeah. Weird. <laughs> Sorry, what were you going to say, Voss? Only that we're probably not going to be able to get in touch with her tonight. And given what just happened, I imagine no one is particularly enthused about raiding a tomb. I could use a good night's rest. I could too. I agree. But, um, hey, Venley? Hmm? Are you okay? 
I'm much better now, actually. I I meditated a lot on the things that have happened to me and to all of you. And I ultimately came to the conclusion through my studies and training of Alpha Lead that I am more valuable here than anywhere else. And I wouldn't want to be anywhere else. That is the last- valuable to me. (laughs) Thank you. Um, You know, I don't know why, but for some reason, I thought you were about to lead up to just that, you know, the void sucks. (laughs) It does. does. I was more talking about the whole death aspect of my life, but- Right, yeah. Yes. Well, okay, since you're the one with the most experience, what's more traumatizing? The void. I thought so. The death aspect is surprisingly calm and serene. It's just a matter of getting over the fact that you died in the first is what's difficult. Once you do that, it's no challenge at all. It's like an old friend welcoming you home. Um, speaking of the void, did any of you guys catch what Doctor said when I flew up to Clyden? What, who said? I definitely did not. The doctor. Uh, no, I'm not. He was asking for information about some sort of knife. He was, he was asking about the dagger, but when I approached him and drew my weapon, um, he said, Seisha Valisbard, you've been chosen. I do remember that. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm passing. Sorry. He said what? He said, Seisha Valisbard, you have been chosen. Chosen. By the stone? I, I, he never attacked me. I, Maybe this, I mean, that we all knew the stone kind of really liked you. Chosen for what? I don't know. I, I have no clue, but it worries me. Uh, Vinley will cross the room to wherever you're sitting and put her hand on your shoulder and look you in the, in the eyes and say, he was probably just trying to get into your head. He had the power of the stone, so he probably knew what you were going through and wanted to throw you off your game because he knew he, he was going to die by your hand. I assume he died by your hand. Insight? Uh, Vinley, you can roll either persuasion or deception and just uh, send that uh, number privately to us. Hot. Oop, not everyone. Hello? There we go. Um, 24 for me. Uh, All right, Vinley, what does she know? Um, Vinley is very concerned and she's putting up a wall of almost like a mother would of being like it's nothing to worry about that kind of thing but behind that wall she is very concerned about you okay it's probably nothing thanks Um, so with that i'm going i I just figured I should mention it in case it becomes a thing later, but... Of course. <sighs> yeah. It's never... Well, I won't say that. 
but in most cases, it's not harmful to share information with us. I, I did kill him with help. Um, Flavin and Harold attacked him too. Flavin was there? Flavin was there. Flavin, <gasps> Flavin was Voss's date to the dance! No, he was not. They were the date. cutest couple at the ball. I'm leaving. I'm going to bed. <laughs> When's the next date? I flip you off as I head back. And starts reading it. You guys uh, want to know what it says? Sure. Uh, Vinley will yell down the hall. Hey, we're reading the note if you want to hear it. Boss will stand in the hallway and listen, but doesn't he doesn't want to do the awkward walk of shame back into the room. <laughs> no, <it's not. laughs> I mean, his bed is literally like ten. It's right there. Feet. Yeah. Castle Lanners, I write you now because I don't know what else to do. To face you would leave me heartbroken, but to insult you again would be a disservice to you. I apologize for my rude outburst in what must have felt like your lowest moment, and I regret it deeply. Oh, you don't know what happened. What did Harold do? No. No. Oh, oh no. my gosh. Mm, the party at the Castlanners, uh, right? Uh -huh. um, the big gala? Yeah, I'm sorry, um, Mr. Headway. I tried to sense yeah. Oh, yeah, all the transforming and monsters and yeah, not people. So and We did an incantation, and there were runes carved under certain seats at each of the tables that we sat at for dinner. And anybody sitting on the chairs that had the runes carved under them turned into a Far Realm beast. A lot of tentacles. A lot of tentacles. Anyone we knew? No. Good. Um, well, yes. Well, V knew them, but not like friends of our, not good friends, just assorted nobles. So the Castle Lanterns said this incantation. Yeah. Yeah, but it didn't seem like they wanted to do it. They, they seemed seem like forced to do it, maybe, or feeling like they I had think, no choice. There's a lot of emotion. Their children. We rescued their children from the place yeah. we were taken. Oh. Oh yeah, they were taken. That was something yeah. too. So okay, so that's what happened. I knew there was something off about them. I know, right? Yeah. Knowing. What I know, you must have felt you had no choice but to acquiesce to the whims of a very evil man who did something unspeakable to you and your children. It does not undo what was done, but I want you to know I understand. A choice so cruel should never have reached people so kind. I wish you'd asked for help. I'm sure you had no choice. I'm sure you were watched, and I know you were out of your depth, but gods, I wish you'd asked for help. My name is Harold Hovelton. I feel you should know. For many years, I silently fancied you a family of my own. I feel silly now looking back, knowing you didn't know my name and I was only hired to help. But we did have good times, right? I don't know what fate will befall you, but I pray that your situation is considered in the outcome. I wish this hadn't happened and I wish I was strong enough to face you. I know you are kind people and I know you are not evil. My heart aches for the last good thing of my past slipping away but know that I am not angered by what's happened. I'm only saddened. 
All I can do now is fight for the future and try to better and try better to create a world where your kindness is not exploited by those who seek evil. But so too must you find your resolve to face that evil, to find the means to defend against it. Perhaps in the future, if able, I will speak with you in person. Until then, I pray mercy for you and your family. You've suffered enough. Harold Hovelton. Wow. I'm worried about Harold. He'll be fine. Um, we all have to go through a metamorphosis sooner or later. But my heart aches for the last good thing of my past slipping away. He doesn't mean that. After all, he has V. And I'm sure if he was here, V would have probably punched him by now for that one. Probably. Or he would have stipulated, but not V. But the fact that he says that, I think maybe we should try to cheer him up and make him see the good that's still around him. It's... I don't think it's one a matter of those things of, that he has to do on his own. I think this is a matter he has to handle on his own. It's a difference between mourning what was and accepting what is. I think he is right now. Yeah. Think about where he went. Yeah. He's moving forward in a way. Meeting his parents is awfully bold. But yeah. I would expect. I mean, to I get. Never mind, never mind. No, what? I was about to make a really bad joke. Okay. So don't worry about it. Okay. Um, well, if we're going to do this tomorrow, we should probably get some sleep. Read. <laughs> I do, however, want to bring up again that I would feel very strange, um, you know, def defacing raiding, intruding on Renair's mama's grave without him knowing. We are not simply going in there to wreck it. I we know, but on the off chance there's something in there that causes us to wreck it, like every place we go to, or every place I go to at least. That's fair. Maybe we can just tell Renair we have to go in there to find something. I mean, we could tell him about Bane and give him the same story that we give Patty. It only okay. That works. Okay. If you can find him. He'll be here I, for breakfast. He's always here for breakfast. I just, like... I will imagine that the Harpers, given what they accomplished, we accomplished tonight, are going to be fairly busy. Well, he He's is not a still Harper a anymore. manager. Oh. oh, yeah. Renair's not a Harper anymore. Yeah. Well, maybe you will find him then. Is there anything else I missed before we move forward? There is so oh, yeah. much. I don't think I'm a Harper anymore or... either. Hang on. Sasha pulls out her notebook. Actually, here, read this tonight. So there's that. <laughs> and Sasha will Venley all of her notes. Good. <laughs> that will uh, take over all of the uh, the time that you missed uh, and out of play watch the episodes. And you have now retained all of the knowledge <laughs> that uh, <laughs> Rhea knows. Right. Yay! Last thing we did say is, you know, but it kind of makes sense for me to not be a Harper anymore because I have a very love-hate relationship with this city. I thought you were still a Harper. I thought it was just Rhaenyra. I thought it was me and Harold too. Uh-uh. 
You two got to stay Harper's. He got removed because he's so high profile. Oh, yeah. I just, I guess in a way it was like, uh, maybe, uh, I'm rethinking it a lot, I guess. I don't really feel like my heart's super in it. No, thank you. Would you like to follow? I just, I, I, I need to think about it. Okay. All right. Good night, guys. I gotta go feed and snuggle Biblio. I have undead to feed as well. Goodbye. They eat? No, it was a joke. Oh, okay. As she walks down the hallway. (laughs) Sasha will run downstairs, grab the tray of the day scraps, and run up, feed Biblio, snuggle him, and go to sleep. Okay. He checks out her weird cat scarf. (laughs) (laughs) And, yeah. I totally forgot about that. Uh, You put it on, and it begins uh, to purr against you. It has a nice, warmth feel to it. Um, And for a second, you you swear it moved, but uh, you check it. It doesn't seem to do anything. But as you're sleeping throughout the night, you hear Bob Bush get knocked over. I knew he was magic. And you hear... Bob, did you grow legs? And you look around, and it is the scarf. With zoomies running around the room. Oh, I forgot. I need to name you. Go ahead. Make a perception check. Make a perception check? Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Natural one. Five. Okay. All right. <clears throat> you don't see anything tonight. Damn it. Damn it. Yeah. You're so close to being an 18. <laughs> <laughs> You all eventually awaken to the bright sun pouring in through your windows on the first day of Elysis, or as Water Davians know it, a Garen's Day, in name of the first open world. No large celebrations fill this day, but it is customary for the open lord to take a day of rest to wander the streets greeting citizens and visiting local taverns. You all continue your morning rituals of uh, getting breakfast and uh, meeting with each other. Um, v, you wake up and you look over, and what you did not notice in the night is the fallen uh, plant of Biblio as he is poured out. Bob. Not, not Biblio, Bob Bush. Yeah, sorry, Bob Bush. B-name. Bob Bush. Yep. Um, uh, uh, Bob Bush uh, overturned, and there is a small bag. Yeah. A little pouch toppled out from the dirt. What? I. She goes and picks it up. What is this? And it clings and jingles a little bit. She. I open the bag. Um, it's full of harbor moons, crescent moons. Harbor moons. Yep. You remember that you snuck and hid these coins gifted you from the castle antlers. Oh yeah. Uh. And it is... 300? No, it? no, it's a total of a thousand. That's right. 20 harbor moons? Yeah, 20 harbor moons. Oh, man. He's buying lunch. I can't tell anybody <laughs> about this because they'll know I've had it the whole time and I didn't tell anybody. <laughs> Wait, so it's... Tw- how much is that total in gold? It's a total of a thousand gold, yep. <laughs> how would I 
gold! You remember that you hid it because uh, you felt that the castle lanterns were trying to guilt you into something. Oh, yeah. Gosh, V, you gotta start writing stuff down. Maybe, like, keep a diary or something. I'm starting to get worried about our memory. Follow Agma. Maybe I sh uh, Is talking to myself a problem? I should talk to Seisha about that. Well, I can't tell them. I just... I'm gonna put it back. I just put it back. <laughs> and All right, you, um, you put it back, and you cover it back up, and you set it back up. So it costs a thousand gold to not be embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that was beautiful. Oh. Okay. Oh, and where, where just, do I find this scarf? Is it just on the floor? Uh, right now, it is uh, curled up around one of your bedposts. Love it, love it, love it. Okay. But um, you finally gather all yourselves. Um, and you find that the uh, tavern is more busy than usual, slightly more packed, awaiting the possible presence of the Open Lord. Uh, and you do see Renair. What are you all doing? He just wave, waves to y'all as he's helping with the extra crowd. Mm -hmm. We should go tell him. Hey, Renair, can we talk to you for a minute? Up, oh, and he's like, up. Oh. Javier, I need three open load specials coming up right now, please. I'm, I'm real busy, but of course, yeah. Give me a second. Uh, we'll be quick. Um, Who's and, doing the talking? Uh, he'll. Uh, I look at. I look at you. <laughs> okay. Yes. We're not technically lying to him. I know. If you want me to do this, I will. If you no, feel I'm just this not is too used suspicious. to doing it, but I can do it. I can. Do I it. mean, if Seisha does it then like it's pretty much the blow would actually be the lowest from you yeah i think it, people would be like oh well she can't lie well it's not a lie exactly so they would believe you is what she's saying yeah um and after a few moments he he comes over um and you know like wiping uh his uh Wiping some sweat off, and he's like, Whew. Before he does, before he does, he's just gonna stand there for a second and they go, okay, wait, what are we telling him? Um, that the god of tyranny and strife is dead and that we are going to look into a lead on something related. Okay, okay, got it, got it. His mother's crypt. Yeah. Right, right. Wait, should I do it? You can if you want. Talking and isn't a one person. That is when he walks up. Hi. Uh, hang on, hang on. Hi. And I walk up and kiss him on the cheek. He, he turns a, a slight shade of red, but he's like, oh. and he'll he'll return the kiss uh, on your cheek. Uh, and he's like, what's going on? We are very busy this morning. I, I understand. Um, we are following up a lead on something that happened involving the murder of Bane. And um, that is going to take us into your. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, yeah, no. This no, is no, you, you have to back up. I'm sorry, what? Bane's been murdered. Oh, yeah, Bane's dead. I fought his undead corpse. But that was all, that was all Vinley. Yeah. Um, like, I'm we didn't do that. Yeah, yeah. 
So you wanted the quick version. Um, we are following up on that and looking into what happened. But in order to do that, we have to go into your mother's family's crypt. And we felt like it wasn't right to go in there without talking to you about it first. Okay, you just like V finishing move uppercutted me here. I, I, I know, well you wanted the quick version. Okay, okay, I, first of all, you, Bane can't be dead. But no, Bane's we can, dead. We can come back to that. Bane's dead. Okay. You need to go into my mother's crypt for what reason? Her family crypt. Because we're following up on the the death of Bane. There's Venley went and she went somewhere and saw Bane's corpse and then he got up all undeady mm -hmm. and is through a series of events we have found that there's a clue about it there. Yeah, I'm make a persuasion check. Okay. You have you can have advantage um, on this because it's Rainier. Oh, I don't need it. Crit twenty six. Oh wow. Uh, yeah. Thank you, D and D Beyond. <laughs> you said twenty six. Yes. Okay. Um, uh, some of the things that you just instinctively pick up on the insight as this wash of like emotions. Um, aren't hidden on his face if you just keep hitting him with all of these uh, very huge things. The first thing you catch was a complete disbelief in what you said, no matter what you said about <laughs> Bane. He's just like, yeah, okay, um, I don't believe you, but continue. Um, and then a myriad of emotions that kind of hit when you mentioned the crypt of his mother. But he is listening and is open to your uh, reasonings. Yeah, I... I mean, yeah, um, if, it, if it helps with the overall, I don't know why my mother's family's crypt has anything to do with it. I don't think she was tied to anything Far Realm related. It's, I don't think this is Far Realm. It's tying up loose ends that we're looking at. It's quite confidential from my end, and I apologize for that. If you don't want me to go, I can stay here with you. Or if you want. Um, Personally, I feel really weird about it. Too. This has something to do with my father, doesn't it? Probably. Yeah. All right. What do you need from me? Just you're knowing and being okay with it. Well, not okay, but understanding. Perhaps you could grant us a letter of permission. Um, I don't know if that's how this works. Typically, um, the cemeteries I go to are free enough. You have to stop by the Parish of Lions Bane and get someone to let you in. Is, this is kind of awkward, but is her line, her family line ongoing? Is, is there a relative that we need to be worried about? In what aspect? I don't understand what you... Mean. Like, does she have any living relatives? No, she was the last. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm... Um, I'm the last of her blood, but I carry the name Neverender. Right. Of my father. But you can find her in the Lord's Rest. 
Okay. Sorry to ask this of you. I'm, at this point, I shouldn't be surprised. <laughs> he finds a way to... I should... I should get back. I, I don't want... Sure. I can already well, see that Kara's about to come over here and say something to me. <laughs> and I don't want to make her angry. Yeah, no, none of us. Thanks, Renair. Sorry. Um, if there's any problems or anything, just, just send me a message and let me know. Um, okay. I'll, I'll, and please tell me what, what happens and what you find. Okay. Of course. I look to Vinley and I say, it's time for you to contact your friend. Of course. And it turns out we have to head there anyway, so perhaps we should all gather our things and head that way. Uh, yeah, and, and you can see he, he's eyes are distant and and he is like furious, but not at y'all. Yeah. Um, does he walk away? Um, he's starting to. Uh, he's almost distracted. In okay. Uh, but he's still there. Okay. Okay. Um, he's trying to find a way to talk to him a little bit, kind of. Privately, I'm not really sure how to go about doing that. In this if scenario. V looks like she wants to talk to him, Sasha's just going to reach out and kind of tap Voss and Venley and gesture upstairs. Without a word, she's just like, mm hmm, no, okay. Okay. Is it, what's, I'm sorry, what's the room looking like right now? I mean, um, it, your, your compatriots are slowly leaving um the tavern itself is kind of big you know that there's a cellar that is always empty if okay. you want to help okay. get things from down there solid um do do you want a little bit of you know help before we leave um his 21 passive insight is picking up what you're putting down and he <laughs> is like um yeah do you okay. want to help me get something out of the cellar? Yeah. Good thing I don't know how to be subtle. Um, I'm, so, I'm just very good at reading people's food. As he, that too. Uh, will make his way down, kind of open it up. Okay. Follow um, you down into the wine cellar. Um, okay. Re remember the thing I, I, I didn't tell you? Yes, I remember the thing you definitely did not tell me. The, the, it's about that thing. And I, I assumed as much. I I know. I just I. They really just don't want anyone at all to know, and I. But I also it feels wrong to not have you know. I work in the, I know what it means to keep something from someone when the end game is bigger. It's, it's what it is to be a harper. But I, I also value your honesty. I don't know lot. if I really want to be a harper. Such a love-hate relationship with the city. It doesn't always feel right. You know that the harpers are not just water babies, right? That's, no, that's that's Force Grey. The Harpers are all across Toru. What? No one told me that. 
You're so adorable. Well, I just, no one, ta- look, how am I supposed to know information if no one tells me what it is? Yes, the hopper, the hoppers are all over the world. We don't just protect water deep. We protect- Y'all always said all over. I just thought you meant the city. <laughs> and he, you see him smile. Whatever it is that my father has done, if it means the betterment of lives, I understand. Well, I do need you to know that I did try to convince them to have you come with us because it just feels weird without you. I want to be there. If I'm, but I'm torn right now because if the Open Lord shows up, if Laurel shows up and I'm not here, I'm pretty sure Carol will kill me. Literally kill me. Like, I, I think she would legitimately kill me. She'd probably I'm, get away with I'm it, I'm quite too. terrified. I'm not going to lie. I'm, I'm, I'm not scared of pretty much anything. I'm terrified of that little, uh... You know, to be honest, I'm not sure I'd turn her in. I, it's the mom voice. You know, she gives that mom voice, and I'm just like, yes, ma'am, what can I do for you? I understand that. All right, well, um... I... I think she knows my full name, and I did not tell her. Well... I don't know how. She middle named me. It's probably in a book somewhere, right? It's probably in a book somewhere, but it, it, it was very unsettling, but keep me posted if you need me. Yeah, I'm still mad I don't even have a middle name. It's so lame. We don't get cool titles until we do cool things. Well, but anyways, that's neither here nor there. Um, well, obviously, uh, Kara is a much bigger threat than anything we have to face. So, um, Godspeed. And, um, uh, she embraces him and just goes, thank you so much for understanding. I'm really sorry. I really tried to do everything that I could. Thanks for not knowing anything at all. (laughs) And he will take this moment of respite, uh, being uh, alone to give you a proper kiss. Uh, and... He will say, again, if you need me, once you get there, just send me a message and I will come as fast as I can. Okay, will do. Um, and uh, he will grab um, a small cask of ale and we'll head up. Okay. I guess I'll also do the same thing <laughs> to look like I helped. <laughs> uh, and uh, you make your way back upstairs. Uh, is there anything else anybody, uh, the rest of you did while V was gone? Otherwise, we will continue and, and move this along. Um, so we all recognize the fact that we're going to have to root through his mom's ashes, right? I have no problem with that. She's dead. Okay. Boss? You act oh. like I haven't done stuff like this before. I <laughs> haven't. Well, well, open your mind to new experiences today. Oh, okay. Um, I go to Falls and buy three health potions. Okay. Easy it. enough. Uh, there are 45 apiece. I should probably actually follow him and buy two. Okay. That's 90 for you, 135 for uh, Voss. Okay. How many do I have? We got enough donations in the last fight. I didn't have to use my potion. <laughs> no, I, <can't>. <laughs> <laughs> I still have them. I haven't had a healing potion since. I'm gonna go buy two healing potions as well. Okay, that was ninety. Thank you. Yeah, and those are all regular healing potions. Yes. Yeah. 
Um, <clears throat> so after you all gather everything that you need, preparing for whatever may come left behind in the wake of the former Open Lord, the Galt Neverember, hopefully to try and end his enigma that started with this stone. You all make yourself to the small parish of Lionsbane, a stone-stacked building that has a, a steeple with a bell tower. And you come to a glass, uh, black glass crystal quartz, like smoky quartz door that feels cold to the touch. And for Vinley, that coldness that you once feared, as you know, as you walk the steps to meet Kalimbor, is now almost welcoming. Is this seems like a second home in the presence of death itself, something that you are fully embracing. You all follow Vinley in and find a dark, low-lit room set up like a small church of pews. At the far end, you hear the Gregorian chant of some uh, funeral procession happening as a couple of families weep over uh, um, being mournful of a body. Uh, as the doom guider Conrad, a man dressed in all blacks, um, wearing a half skull mask at this point. Um, but you can see his skin is pale as it has markings that uh, reach up through his beard. Um, and then standing beside him is a long gangly man that you have all have seen. Some of you, not since uh, you tried to uh, destroy his wagon. Um, <laughs> as you see... Uh, what Seisha has met as uh, the Asimar Yoen, a gangly man with dark pitch black eyes, but not Nebula, uh, with the starry imbued void, as he just looks like a gaunt skeletal man. And to the side, you see a, uh, a set of doom scribes as they kneel at a podium, writing the names of the dead into books. And at one of them, Patty, would you please describe what the rest see? Uh, they would see standing there with their back with her back to them. First thing you notice is the height of this person. She's rather tall, almost at seven feet. And she has this chaos of red hair pulled up into a very messy bun, and you can see streaks of silver that are running through it. And her garb is jewel tones, uh, actually rather bright for such a dour place. And it has various patterns of intricate embroidery here and there. It doesn't exactly make sense together, except it makes sense together. And at her hip is this large pouch that looks like it's almost overfilling itself, except she has it securely strapped down at the buckles. And she's just sort of half listening to what's happening with the chanting and everything for her this is sort of a day in the life of and completely unfazed by it and she's also more paying attention to what's in front of her um vinley will stealthily send savard to grab her attention by just gently landing on her shoulder as she usually does as to not disturb the funeral procession but to grab her attention she'll turn around like big grin on her face and bright sparkling green eyes. And she like knows, she knows herself all enough to be like this mm -hmm. and she'll motion outside. She'll give you a thumbs up and start guiding the rest of us towards the meeting spot. And um, as she turns around, you see uh, the soft blue 
um, short fur uh, and wide nose of a fur bulk. And right before we step outside, Vinley will turn back around to all of her friends and say, okay, listen, um, she's a bit startling at first. Um, she prefers to be called either Patty or Auntie, okay? Okay, cool. Okay, let's go. Okay. And uh, you'll make your way out. Um, as not disturb the funeral going on. And as you exit, um, just to the east, um, just outside of the eastern, northern, sorry, the northern gate of the City of the Dead uh, is where you're standing. Well, hey, kiddo, what's going on? Hey, hey, Patty. Um, these are my friends that I was talking about. This is uh, Seisha, Bill, and V. Well, hi, hi, and hi. Nice to meet you. I'm Patty. Patty, I've never met a furball before. You're so cool. I get that a lot. Here, I love your clothes. They're very bright. Well, thank you. Death doesn't mean it has to be black. Oh, that's right, because you're, you're with Jiggle, right? Jiggle, yeah. I'm sorry, what? Jiggle. Jiggle? Oh, jiggle, yeah. Jiggle? Is it, is it, is that? Okay. Jiggle it is! So, uh. Is it mad we... when you call him that? Oh, no, we have a grand old time. Nice long chats in the evening. Oh, okay. So, hi. Um, are you busy today? Um, just the usual, but, uh, can't say I'm booked. Finley, what are you plotting? Uh, um, we actually came here to ask you of a favor. Okay, uh, well, you know, with me, kid, they're never favors, they're just things you need. Yeah, I, How do you I, feel about raiding tombs? <laughs> well, I mean, I see them often, I'm usually taking care of them. Subtle. Nice. It, um, it regards the things we experienced together on the aisle. Oh, you mean the lovely, uh, Bane coming back from the, well... You were there. Yes. They know all about this, yes? They, they know they he's do. dead. Unfortunately, yes. And That's they... a name you don't want to put in your book. <laughs> did you get to write it down? We, we both, both did. Uh, this is Lore Seeker, I should explain. Lore Seeker Stacia Vallisbard is her. I was book. trained by a paladin of Jurgle. Well, hey, it's a party now. Nice to meet you, Stacia. And she'll actually start to put her hand out, but it's not so much a handshake. She'll pull you in and give you a great big hug. Oh my gosh, you're the best! <laughs> I had two! I had a feeling you were a hugging type. Oh, I love huggers. What about Tall, Dark, and Broody over there? Oh, he is not a hugger. Didn't think so. Uh-uh. Okay, this is gonna be really wild for me. Look at me, Patty. Uh-huh. This is gonna be really interesting. I don't have to bend down to hug you. Well? But do you, okay, let's make this work. I've, gosh. Bring it in. Okay. <laughs> Come she, on. She like doesn't even know how to go about hugging you. She's like, this is weird. Patty just like pulls you full in and it's like bear hug from the mama bear. And she even like does like little side to side wiggle for you. Amazing, amazing. I would just you like- You call her auntie. I would just like to point out that the fact that V has never hugged anyone taller or her height means that none of her family ever hugs her or shows her affection. Just putting that out there. Yeah, I was thinking about that too. Yeah, oh, honey. me too. 
<laughs> she hugged her grandmother, but her grandmother was mostly bedridden. Yeah, she was mostly yeah. low to the yeah. ground. Ah, low. <laughs> <laughs> but continue. But yes, our favor is we actually need access to a certain um, the Lord's rest. And we believe there's a clue down there. Well, let me guess, like, you know, old family secret gets buried with the dead type thing? Precisely. You'd be surprised how much that happens. (sighs) So, what do you think? I think it's great. Uh, It's Seisha, V, and... Oh, boss. Oh, Bill. 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 My name is Bill Ronto. I have a nickname for him. Bill. I'm getting the sense that uh, Billy is not an acceptable nickname, so we'll just keep it to Bill. Thank you. No problem. I want you to call him Billy. (laughs) Oh, I'm mad. I didn't think about that first. Uh, In any case, are you fine with guiding us as we descend into the uh, tombs? Well, if this is something that's pertaining to an interesting situation that we went through not too long ago and uh, might help remedy any issues that are coming forth from it. Any advice you might have things to avoid? Be respectful. What does that entail exactly? Well, don't go shouting and banging and trying to wake the dead. It's not going to happen. Well, it can happen. It just depends on what you're... Well, never mind. That's a longer story. Uh, you know, it's for some people, they might see us, uh, walking around and wondering what we're up to. So if you go around and making it known, we're going into a tomb, they might get concerned. If it Give me helps, subtle. Um, if it helps, we do actually have express permission from the last living relative. Of the okay. Well, then that's fine. I mean, as long as the family is okay with it, then, uh, that kind of gives you a leg up, doesn't it? Yeah. It makes the chances of us getting fined for it much better. Like, yeah, like this is not, true. Not fined. Or attacked by angry spirits. Yeah. So. You know, so. I never was worried about going to jail ever before because I always knew I could just leave. But like, now I'm realizing my dad could do something probably to make sure I stay there. I don't like that. Let's not get arrested. I take everything I said back earlier. Okay. I don't either way. If I get arrested, that gives me something new to write about. If I don't get arrested, I don't get arrested. Yeah, I'm just gonna avoid it, hopefully. That's usually the, you know, nutshell. Don't get arrested. I know, I just never actually worried about it before. Shall we off then? Yes. Uh, and Vinley will saddle up next to Patty in the front and in Draconic just whisper over her shoulder, like up at her and say, uh, Bill actually prefers Billiam in formal occasions. Honey, this ain't a formal occasion. And she says back in Draconic. <laughs> I heard that, Sasha says in Draconic. <laughs> no, you didn't. <laughs> As we continue to walk. <laughs> So, he says moment. something in gibberish just to feel like a part of the group. <laughs> <laughs> Is it safe to say Patty would have access to this particular area considering she's been there helping with the caretaking and everything? You're muted. You're muted. 
Thank you. During, <laughs> during the daytime, the City of the Dead is open to everyone. It is the largest park of the City of Waterdeep, and many people go there um, not only to pay respects to the dead, uh, but also to just have picnics and things like that. Although it seems a little dark, it is one of the nicest uh, and well-taken-care-of areas of the city. Um, so, yes, 100%. Uh, however, you do know some of the information that I sent you privately on uh, the Zoom chat. Uh, uh, where is everyone heading? Because you also know that the City of the Dead is very large. There are multiple graves markers and mausoleums and things that and it could take you all day um with how much time i spent here did i uh get a general sense of the layout of the field of, or the city of the dead while i walked through them on my day-to-day -day business like where the lord's rest would be is that what it's called go ahead and make a general intelligence check okay. because it is that big yeah gotcha I'll go ahead and ask, in my vision, there were symbols seen. Were there not something on a family crest, something like that? You saw a family crest and you saw the name Brandorth, but okay. um, that was from within the tomb. You didn't see anything outside. I do relay that information to the group just in case it does help. Um, 18. 18? Uh, you have a general knowing and you know that it's not called the Lord's Rest. It's called the Lord's Respite. And it is closer to the south side of the City of the Dead. Um, you are less knowledgeable of the area. You kind of know the general area, um, but Patty would probably know exactly where it is. Um, just a quick question I, that Vinley would have thought about before she left today. Is it rude to bring undead into the City of the Dead? It's rude to bring uh, un... Uh, it's rude to bring... Uh, uh, oh, yeah. Uh, I, I hold on a second. I don't know if they can physically go in there. Yeah, that's what I was thinking about too. Okay, yeah. <laughs> go ahead. Uh... Yeah, uh, you. They go and <clears throat> they physically cannot enter the city of the dead. Um, Chuckles Dumbo, you just uh, go home. And they turn and start walking. Do not cause a scene or so help me. I will unanimate you both. They just continue walking. Aw, <laughs> you sounded like a mom just then. Or at least what I imagine a mom sounds like. Mean? Yeah. We'll talk about that one later. Okay. Um, but the Lord's respite. Ah. Yeah. Sorry. Right out. let's go. And we'll head that way, following right. following the or Venley and Patty. Do we have a name or a family name or anything to work with off this one? Randorth. Oh, fancy. Okay. And Patty will just start tromping her way down and through. And every so often, if she sees okay. like a stray bit of weeds or something, she kind of she's not exactly as the crow flies, she will stop and pull a weed out of a gravestone that's popped up or something like that, but she'll get them there. Okay. Got it. And knowing this, Vinley has a constant mage hand for <laughs> up, and whenever she sees Patty start to veer towards something, she just plucks it out and like places it in Patty's hand, like, here you go. Thank you. 
You walk through um, one of the entrances that welcomes all the visitors of those in mourning with the large iron work gates between gargoyle perched stone pillars. Across the spired top of the gates reads the park's namesake, beautifully forged in iron calligraphy. The largest part, uh, park in the city is a sea of grassy hills, tender flower beds, artfully placed clusters of trees and bushes, beautiful lifelike marble sculptures, astounding architecture, and gravel paths that wind intricately through it all. You all once again notice that there are just as many mausoleums as there are grave plots and without the guide of someone accustomed to the intricate layout of the winding mortuary labyrinth, it would possibly take you all day to find the exact location you were looking for. Vinley, Patty, and Seisha, your research into the area gleams that the mausoleums pertain to a popular belief and desire an above-ground burial opposed to the other conventional method and is typically pertained to those of either astute honor or uh, nobility or with some type of marker that the city wants to recognize. Uh, tradition that you know started many years ago. Uh, you pass a crowd of people laying purple violets and gold coins at the feet of a tall marble sculpture of a bearded robed wizard standing atop a concentric steps and facing west towards the skyline of Waterdeep. His hands outstretched with a broad smile that stretches far across his face. You instantly recognize the elderly wizard to match that on the back of the gold dragons used as currency throughout the city. The myriad of faces all seem to be paying tribute to the man responsible for creating and protecting the city they have all come to love and live within. As you're navigating your way further through the vibrant acres of verdant green fields and deep cold gray stone, you come across what looks to be a fierce monument frozen in time, one that you saw before the first time you were here. It rests in front of the mausoleum known as the Warrior's Monument, set in place to honor all those who fought and died in service of Waterdeep, such as the City Watch and the City Guard. That is to be separate from the Hall of Heroes, a mausoleum to honor uh, and house those that uh, fought and died in the name of the city and all across the Sword Coast, typically set aside for adventurers. But petrified in stone stands before you a 60-foot-high sculpture immortalizing the circle of women and men striking down trolls, orcs, hobgoblins, bugbears, and barbarians, all of which are falling backwards and out uh, around the warriors. Above all of them, the flying griffin rider spears a skeletal knight whose breastplate bears the image of a reaper's skull in a triangular hood. You know this now to be the symbol of Mercury, the formal go former god of the dead. But what is truly impressive about the statue is that it is also a fountain where the wounds of the combatants gush water into the pool below. And you can see a glint of shining coins through the surface of the water. A sign of civilians who have paid tribute to these warriors and the guard and the city watch in hopes that they will continue to watch over and protect their loved ones even in their passing. Seisha throws then, the gold into the fountain. Okay. Let me mark it off here to sheet. Yep. Uh, and in the south side of the grassy park is a black marble pillared mausoleum, the final resting place of the nobles that lived within the city. Large column pillars surrounded the, surround the building carved to the likeness of each of the former open lords. A few more purple violets rest at the pillar stone feet of Agaron 
who faces the north. Further in is a second row of columns that lead into a Parthenon, words are hard, uh, into a Parthenon-like structure with a smaller private mausoleum seemingly no bigger than enough to house one singular stone sarcophagus. Ornate gold-plated Arts Nouveau banding covers the four echoing smoky glass quartz windows, doorways, and other things, making it impossible to see inside. But you do see a small keyhole in the shape of a dark inverted triangle. I turn to Patty. Would Patty have the key? Yes. What is your key, Patty? <laughs> uh, Patty would turn to look to Venley. Uh, oh yeah, that thing. Huh? One second. She'll go to her bag okay. and open it up and she'll start taking some things out. So first thing that comes out is this sprig of rosemary. I forgot I had that and she'll hand it over to V. And then she's going to rifle three even more, and she pulls out a ball of yarn and she hands it to Seisha. Uh, in case you ever get into a labyrinth, that's a handy thing to keep on mind. Oh, um, no problem. Uh, she also will pull out this little vial and look at it. Oh, this is the Belladonna. Mm, Belladonna, it's effective, but we don't need this right now, do we? And she hands it to Venley. And she'll pull out a sprig of mistletoe and she hands it to Bill. Uh, here, hold on to this. Just don't eat it. And she just kind of, it turns into like this, this bag of things keep coming out. And at one point there's even like this lollipop. It's bright pink with white swirls on it. Oh, she's going to be a little blue without this. I have to remember to give it back to her and she'll hand it also to Bill. And actually she starts handing things just over to Bill constantly. Oh, there's this purple lint. Don't know what that's about, but my goodness, those were hives after those pair of pants. Oh, and here's some oh, caster seed. That's helpful too. And oh, here's my tarot deck. Oh, look, I finally have all the death cards. Is that how... how swell for you. Finley, is that how tarot works? How long is this uh, going to take exactly? Boss, be nice to our guest. Yes, Bill. Boss looks at you as he is holding all of the rubbish that you just held and just says, I am being nice and patient. Fair. V puts the rosemary in her sand pouch. You can keep the mistletoe, Voss, because, you know, every Voss should have a flower. <laughs> oh, yes. behind your ear, Voss. You're not the first one to make that joke. Oh, good. You have a lobster. It might help you get a sense of humor, and she'll finally pull out died. a key. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, that lobster really died. As soon as you pull out the key, I just drop everything that Didn't you just we? gave to me. <laughs> Do you want a lobster? <laughs> As soon as you pick that up and show some respect for the graveyard, we can go in. Guys, why didn't we make an? Why didn't we have Vinley keep the lobster? Have an undead lobster? Did you miss what just happened? Sasha bends over and starts picking stuff up. I'm sorry, but I just really feel like this was a missed opportunity with that lobster. I'll think he about hands it. the stuff to Patty bit by bit. Thank you. Let's just keep getting this in there. Oh, wait, you know what, Benley? Here, hold the key in case I put it back by accident like last time. Thank you. No problem. And she hands you what you expect to be a key, and it's a doorknob. <laughs> and, 
And on the front of the doorknob is uh, a skull that is clutching a scroll in its teeth. Oh, that makes sense. Well, you gotta get inside. Just give it a little jiggle. <laughs> I love it. That right. was beautiful. Oh, that got me. Oh man. Mm. Oh, wow. And um, yeah. I, I will it. jiggle jiggle. Well, how do you think it got started, honey? I don't know. Your intelligence is vastly opens the door. Uh, you open the door. I need you to make. A death save. It is intelligence saving throw. Uh, you have advantage because um, of reasons. Glad you got those reasons. If if it makes any difference, the first one I rolled was higher. Oh no. That doesn't sound good. What's your highest roll? You have advantage. Uh, 24. 24. Okay. okay. I have a plus six. Uh, as you turn the doorknob, you feel your mind just kind of loosen and almost get lost in the sense of all of the names that you've recorded and you kind of lose where you are for a moment and space out. You all see uh, Vinley turn the doorknob and then just kind of stand there for a moment and she then shakes her head and the door does not open. Oh. Oh Perhaps you should give it a jiggle. Doll. Oh, sorry. Let me, let me give it a whirl. I'll step back. Okay. Same thing. No, you turn it and it opens. God, it's, you know, special. Sorry. Thank you. Well, uh, entree view. Okay. The glass ornate door opens smoothly out towards you, revealing a descending slope of dark stone lit by the four ever-burning sconces affixed to the interior of this small mausoleum. The arm is cool, yet uh, the area is cool, yet not fetid with the stench of decay and soothing harmonious and a soothing harmonious melody similar to angelic hymn accompanied by the deep bass and baritone droning of a Gregorian chant fills the area. It is faint enough to nearly be undetectable beyond the calm serenity it fills you with as you wander deeper into the low lit chambers. Small dancing lights float along the labyrinth halls that stretch below the depths of the city of the dead. Torch sconces line the stone masoned walls every 50 feet in continual flame, creating small 10 foot pockets of darkness between the flames occasionally illuminated by the floating yellow orbs of light. You wander slowly through the hall that deadens at a T intersection with a massive adamantine black metal door with the crest of Waterdeep emblazoned on it. Across the top arch reads, 
For when the doors close upon the open lords, here they may find comfort and peace. There's a hall to your left and a hall to your right. Wait. Split up? I don't know if that's such a good idea, particularly in an unknown crypt. Well? Is it alphabetical or. I say head to the left. I have to go one way, and I look to Patty. She has any insight into this. Well, I'm not exactly as fully familiar with this particular region myself, but I got you to the place you kind of needed to be, so uh, <laughs> I'm Fair good enough. with going to the left. I head to the left then. Okay. All right. As you head to the left, you come across door after door after door, all emblazoned with a crest and a name. And it starts with the A's, since you have chosen We've the correct chosen wisely. You have chosen <laughs> wisely. Great adventurers always go left. Right is never right. Following the line of alphabetical order, you come across the doors bearing the crest of a helmeted lion with the old common script translating to never unprepared. The doors uh, look to have no lock, but two iron twisted rings hang from either side of the bisected doorway and across the top. You see what you saw in your vision, Voss, as the crest lies below the name Brandorth. Here. This is it. So I, I will check it for traps. Okay, go ahead and make an uh, investigation. Not bad. I think that Finley or Patty needs to be the one to open the door. 21. Um, there seems to be uh, no locks on it. The only thing, it's a solid door and it just has two iron rings hanging on either side of the bisected doorway. I back up and allow the two clerics to step forward. It seems safe. Thanks. All right, kiddo. I take one, you take one. On three. One, two. All right. I uh, need you both to make uh, strength um, athletics. Okay. <laughs> That's going to be a 15. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> what, what was it? A four? A four? <laughs> yeah. Vinley's like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, and as Patty, as you pull, and there is, it's tough. And you, it takes a second, but you it, you hear that shift, and then that This door seems to be stuck. It must be very old. As the old door grinds open with a low rumble from the depth of its weight. And descending down is a short set of steps that opens up into a large chamber. Those oppressive 40-foot-tall ceilings look to be held aloft by four pillars surrounding a beautifully sculpted statue sarcophagi in its center. On the side are six other sarcophagi that you can see, and but at the far end 
in this room illuminated by the largest candelabras you have ever seen. <laughs> uh, they reach at least 10 foot tall, all burning uh, with five candles um, still emblazoned with the uh, the continual flame as they illuminate a large gazebo at the far end housing another stone sarcophagi. Oh, I guess we should get looking. Is this where the vision ended? Uh, this is where the vision began. Yep. Okay. As what was the tomb then that I saw? You saw a sarcophagus with a veiled woman carved into the top. The top. Okay, I'd relay that to the rest of the group. All right. Should be something. Do I happen to spot anything with just a cursory glance around the room? It is, uh, the shadows in here are too dark. Um, Even with dark vision? Dark vision makes it low light. Low light. Yeah. Technically, you should have disadvantage on all perception checks, even with dark vision. Why? Because that's how it works. That that dims dims the rules. Oh, I know that. Yeah, your passive would be minus five. We we tend we tend to skim over that. Um, But I would actually be normal because my my uh, sentinel shield gives me advantage. I use my lantern to see a bit. That's good to know, though. I didn't know that. I learned my new thing for the day. Okay. Oh, wait a minute. It's a little dim in here, and Patty's just going to go around and slap everyone on the shoulder and cast light. I, oh. I cast light on my shield. Um, you, yep, and uh, it, it, it flares to light. Uh, but every time you hit another person, the sing- the previous light goes out as it moves to the next she one. She doesn't care. And She's the next just one, like... <laughs> the next one, she doesn't so even she notice. she functions. Yep, no, it's so good. Uh, and uh, this room is, is 90 feet deep. Just so you know, and there's a uh, where the gazebo is is a, a curved inlet that is sunk yep. into. Uh, go ahead and roll me a d4, uh, Patty. Okay. Aisha cast it on her shield before you get yep. to her. two. Uh, yep. you, the last one you cast is on Vinley. Okay. Oh. <laughs> oh, that one's stuck. So it's it. Pull out the rapier. Okay. Um, you pull out your rapier, and there's a soft glow of like moonlit light that radiates out from you. And V, there's a soft glow that pours out from your hip, from the oh. ghost lantern that you carry at your side. There's a bright light which comes from my chest plate. <laughs> yep, and your chest, you the me? breastplate is glowing, and Sasha shield. And now there, it's you know the area around you is very well lit. Um, And as the door stands open, a a few of those yellow orbs just kind of drift in slowly, lightly, as dancing lights start to fill the room. Uh, Only a few, uh, illuminating small pockets of areas every once in a while as they move. And you don't have any control of where they go, but they offer some reprieve from the darkness, as, as well as all of the other light that now illuminates this room. Do but I, I will... know what these are? Like, oh yeah, you've seen them all the time. Yeah, they're dancing lights. Oh, okay. It is yeah. like the dancing light spell. Yep. Yes. Those okay. dancing lights. You also know that at night, when the city of the dead is closed, all of those dancing lights uh, come up from the ground and fill the, the entire park. Entire park. Got it. Okay. Yeah. So I'm gonna start heading further down. Okay. I say it's like. Um... There are seven in here to, 
total? There are eight in total, if you include the one in the center and in the one in the gazebo. I'll check the one in the center first. I don't want to touch anything. I just want to get close yep. enough that I can see. Uh, you come in, out. and as you walk up to this almost five-foot-tall sarcophagus, beautifully carved of marble, there is a kneeling woman almost in tears as her hand re- rests on the top of this where you see the top carved to almost be the top of a bed and you see a male figure whose face is carved to that be that of a skull as his sheets are pulled up over his body and draped to where you can see this and this is all carved intricately in the stone work and as you are looking at the kind of name plate across this, um, you see the name Werther Brandon. Uh, Boss is a little shaken by how lifelike this is. It is but... very well carved. Yes, it's almost similar to that of the art gallery. But heads keeps moving along cautiously. Okay, what are, what are the rest of y'all doing? Uh, I've been moving around the room. Okay. And Vinley just goes straight for the gazebo. Okay. Um, Vinley, as you make your way up and into the gazebo, um, it, there are three steps that, that lead you up into this beautifully arched gazebo. Um, the gazebo itself is a uh, hexagon that surrounds this kind of oval um, half circle in the back of the room that is kind of carved out for this massive gazebo. And this is why the ceilings are so tall. The gazebo itself goes up 30, 35 feet, barely scraping, almost scraping the top of the roof. Um, The gazebo itself looks to be carved of marble. Uh, You see the beautiful blue veining kind of going through it. And as you step in, you can see a singular coffin that the only markings on it is a shield, and a sword. There's no name. There's no anything other than just this shield and sword. Uh, she'll quietly back up, walk back to the group and say, it's not the one in the gazebo. Um, and uh, if uh, the rest of you want to just make me a, a perception or investigation check, it's your choice on whichever one you want to What are we looking for? A crypt with a woman carved on it with just a veil over her face. With, um, I describe uh, the coffin that I saw in my vision to her. Okay. Alrighty. Otherwise, Patty's just dusting the tombs. I got a dirty 20. I got you. I heard you. V, what'd you get? 22. And other V, what'd you get? V's. <laughs> I'm sorry. I got a um, seven. 
Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you're you. You never. What's throwing you off? The is the fact that you walked into a building no bigger than a single sarcophagus, and you're enough standing in a room that is forty feet high, ninety feet long, um, and it's kind of throwing you off just a bit. Um, it is about 80 to 90 foot wide as well. Yeah. Also, the other thing that you notice that the others seem to focus on is where there was the warmth and an almost in, inviting feeling of this crypt um, with the harmonious music that was just ever so faintly soft, kind of distant, um, and the feeling of uh, proud you know, nobility and uh, those that have built the city literally on their backs. There's a small oppression here. It's almost as if the music you heard before is muted. Uh, Patty, what'd you get on your... 22. 22, okay. Um, as you're walking across, Seisha, you start on the left side as you start to look over you come across a sarcophagus of a armored individual carved into the top into the lid of the sarcophagus um whose hands are like this there is no sword or anything in his in his grasp but uh, you can see um that he is unhelmeted he has hair that kind of falls down around his side um again extremely well done sculpture on the top of this uh, a work of art in itself. There are archways carved into the sides of this sarcophagus. And as you continue to move down, the center one is just nondescript. Um, there is nothing carved on the lid. Um, the sides are pretty nondescript. Uh, and it's smaller than the others. Uh, you would probably guess that this is most likely a child's um, sarcophagi. Uh, and as you continue to move down, you come to what you think is the correct one as you see a veiled figure carved into this sarcophagus. But as you begin to call out, you notice that it is male, not female. Never mind. As Patty, you make your way down the right side. The first one you come to is a very old, old uh, sarcophagi stone again. And there seems to be a small crack that runs up it just ever so uh, slightly bigger than what mending can fix. Although it has seemed to be tried to be repaired in its old times. But there seems to be no markings atop, no veiled woman. You continue down and there's another unmarked, very simple uh sarcophagi and you start to feel like you're just coming across the same thing over and over again hoping that it's going to be something uh, more as you hear Seishu begin to call out and then dismiss it you finally come to the last sarcophagi and it looks a little newer obviously uh, at least 20 years old but seems to be the newest in here that you can see at quick glance that you've come across but what stands out is a carving atop, and that seems to be a woman with her hands gently clasped over her chest, but you can't make out her form. 
her facial features or anything like that specifically uh juxtaposed to the center one which was so lifelike as this one is veiled well yolly oxen free i think i found the one we're looking for huns oh okay huh veiled lady sarcophagus here right yeah uh, sorry i um, um okay b yeah you okay yes I don't like this place. I'm sorry. It's okay. I just want this to be over with. Patty. As quick as we can. Is there a respectful way to do this? To do what? Dig through ashes? I'm sorry. Repeat that one more time. I have a good ear and I'm not sure which one it is. To open it. You're opening it? Yes. You definitely got permission for this. Yeah. Yes, we did. From the last living descendant. And I say it a little loud. <laughs> last <laughs> living descendant of this woman's son. Who's son. my boyfriend? <laughs> boyfriend, boyfriend. <laughs> As it echoes off the hard stone walls that are clean cut and stacked. There's nothing to dampen your voice. The last time we tried this, the graves came alive and almost killed us. It was really bad. I'd like to avoid that, if at all possible. Me too. That's why, Patty, I give my word, we do have permission to do this. From her son. Alright, kiddo. You I know, you I trust. The rest are growing on me like moss. That's something. They grow I mean, why would I read my boyfriend's mom's grave without his permission? Well, everyone has a kink, so no shaming here. <laughs> but it's not even here. Mm -hmm. First, I look on the outside of the crypt to see if anything looks close to one of the holes that I saw in the vault, just in case. Go ahead and make a perception or investigation check. Gotcha. Do we have enough light that uh, mitigates the uh, disadvantage? Oh, yeah, 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 there's enough light coming from your, your rapier and all of the light spells. Excellent. Hang on for one second before you make it, because I think okay. you have advantage. Okay. From my uh, uh, aura. I'm double checking that. I will wait. Yep, you have an advantage on investigation checks versus illusion and insight versus lie. Never mind. Oh, never Sorry. mind. Yeah, you don't. You don't have advantage on it. Okay. There's no illusions. Yeah, it's illusion and lies. Okay. Uh, nineteen. Thank you. Um, looking over, looking for a keyhole of some sort. You do not find one, but you do see carved the foot and head of uh, the sarcophagi. In the stone, just under the lip, is the name Alethea. Whatever we're looking for is inside, I think. So, the sooner we do this, the sooner we can leave. All right, so having a name, because names are important for Patty, she's going to place her hands on top of the sarcophagus, sort of standing at the where the head is, and she'll just quickly sort of give tribute to Jiggle in her own little way. Okay. Vinley will also step aside her. She won't put her hands on the sarcophagus, but she bows her head and prays to Jurgal but also reaches out to Althalia and tells her 
briefly that her son is doing well. Boss. Blue goes to the tombs. Do we all need to do this, or? Seisha looks for, Seisha looks to the tomb in the center Mm -hmm. and turns to face it and kind of readies herself because she has a terrible feeling about this because of the last time we did this. Okay. Never hurts to pay a little respect just to be safe. Um, Voss looks down at the coffin. Um, apologies for what we are about to do. It is for an excellent cause, and your son said we could. So if you're going to haunt anyone, that's where you'll start. Honey, this ain't a gambling place. You're out? What are we doing? <laughs> Someone help me with the lid. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, what are you doing to try and open the lid? Um, I have a crowbar. Well, that seems perfectly dis- Offices usually have to be pushed. The lid pushes to the side. Um, you want to push at the end, both at the same end, and push it to spin it. Knowing little about proper burial techniques that don't just involve throwing a body overboard, um, I will do as Seisha recommends and attempt to do this. Okay. Um, Patty will help from the uh, other side of okay. well, not the other side, but she'll also push. Okay, yeah. you both can make athletics checks. Cool. Okay. That's going to be a 24. 23. And you, you know for a fact that if Seisha was correct, that it would open as you are putting so much force into this. You can feel, uh, and it's not that it gives way sideways, but there's a small like shift in its weight as it lifts up and then slams back closed. Hmm. Not in its own force, but just as if there is a there is actually a lip on this and you do have to lift this you can't just slide this lip okay uh, all right this is an alley up as opposed to a heave ho yep well let's try again then and i get to one side okay same all right um go ahead and uh make me another athletics check uh we'll say with advantage with this time because you know what you have to do um okay Okay, so that's a 21 this time. That's a 26. Okay. And uh, you get it both ends and lift, and it is extremely heavy as this carving is adding more to the stone. It's just not, it's not just a flat uh, top. As you then, then once you reach the lip over the edge, it slides open. And uh, Seisha, you're looking that way. Patty, what is your passive? That's a good question. Uh, 14. 14? Okay. Uh, Voss and Vinley, you see something dark that lines the bottom of this. You do not see a body. Uh, and as you see that, you see green begin to glow inside oh. of the sarcophagus. 
as it then starts to form into this beautiful woman figure and then sinks through the stone as you feel your heart sink into your stomach. What's wrong? What was that noise? I don't know. Uh, Can I make uh, Arcana, religion, something? What Uh, happened? You can make both. Either or. Uh, a 19 on Arcana. Okay. Um, you saw the green, which you know typically means that it's not of the weave. Right. It is of the soul. Give me a description. Um, it was, it definitely looked to be undead. And what, what really catches you is that effect that you felt and the, your undead could not enter because the entire city of the dead is under the effects of a hollow. What me just happened should not have just happened. There was a spirit here. No. It sunk deeper into the stone. It was green. It was soul magic. Divine sense. Uh, there is. It's 60 feet. Yes. Correct? Yes. Um, it seems to be closer towards uh, the gazebo now. Sasha turns and points in its direction. Um, something undead that way. I take out my moonlit blade and kind of gently poke the bottom of the crypt. There's nothing there, and Vinley and Patty can both make uh, religious uh, rolls, if you so wish. Okay. Oh, no give or anything like that either. No, it's hard, solid stone at the bottom. Okay. Okay. That's a twenty-one again. Oh, hey, a twenty-one as well. Nice. Twenty-one. You both know that all of the bodies buried within the city of the dead, especially after certain things happened in the past, are cremated before being buried, as to thwart the rise of undead or uh, skeletals or zombies in case the land becomes unhallowed. Uh, But, um, and you watch as all of a sudden, all of the other sarcophagi begin to rumble. Divine sense is still going. Do I sense undead in all of them? Nope. Okay. (laughs) And you watch as all of the lids just kind of pop and shift ever so slightly as you watch as bone shards begin to fly out and towards the the gazebo. The last remnants of uh, within the dust of the uh, cremated forms and pulling herself through the wall and through the gazebo, you hear, "Ah! No, you will die. Nope. We're going to take a break. (laughs) (laughs) Nope, nope, nope. What? We walked into some serious family drama on this one. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Um, So we will be right back um, while we set up a map. Welcome to Rock Punch, where the jokes are freaking awesome and the shenanigans are always dabbing. Come join the gang on like a really hot vape adventure around Atlanta, Georgia. Watch the crew as they just 
jerk off around the workplace, dog. Complain about movies that you can watch on a phone or whatever. whatever. Stream on Twitch like Minecraft and other stuff. Is boredom a part of your day? Then you need to seize the moment. Maybe take DMT. Look at that. Is it a bird? Is it a plane? Is it a reference to Fleischer cartoons from the 40s? Anyway, these guys don't have jobs, I guess. But they do at twitch.tv slash rockpunchatl. Or if you're like old school and like analog, you can watch their videos are released every Wednesday on YouTube. You ever think that Wednesday is not spelled like it sounds? You should say it like Wednesday, but it doesn't. Anyway, whatever you do, hit that subscribe button and be the first to like it. What do you say about that, Colton? I... Great. I, I'm not... Excellent. We're totally in the same room together. Anyway, with entertainment for geeks and gamers, things that are cool now in 2020, there's surely something for everyone at Rock Punch. So take a break from all your sick skate moves on your Heelys, or save your money at the vape shop and tune into Rock Punch, bruh. Dab, 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 dab. This is Bill Ronto, Esquire. Congrats on making it this far. Now finish it. And we're back. Ooh, yeah. Uh, the BFG Sans Herald has met up with Patty Jameson, a cleric of Jiggle, as she likes to say, or yeah. Jergal. Uh, and they are head into the City of the Dead at Brandarth Crypt, which is Renair's mom's family, uh, looking for the final key to the vault. Um, that they uh, have uh, finally acquired all of the eyes and completed the Stone of Golor. Uh, and as they opened the uh, to or opened the crypt, uh, they saw this green apparition apparition form and fade through the bottom of the sarcophagus. As all of the other uh, crypt or, or tombs. Uh, sarcophaguses, coffins is the word I was looking for, coffins, uh, rumble and open as bone shards fly out towards a gazebo, uh, at which point uh, this spectral woman, woman, uh, incorporeal, but with shards of bone all over her, comes phasing through this gazebo, calling for the party's death. And we're gonna kick off with initiative and a map. I have two questions. I have uh, half an answer. Awesome. <laughs> um, one of the things that I can tell with divine sense is if I'm on consecrated or desecrated ground. Uh, okay. <clears throat> you know that you're not on consecrated ground. Yep. Thank you. All right. And secondly, does she still ping as undead? She definitely pings as undead. Okay. Yep. Just making sure she didn't become a construct or something. Oh, Lord. <laughs> yep. Uh, you do know that it is not desecrated, though. Okay. It is not unhallowed, but you also know that it is not hallowed. Oh, that makes sense. Hey, guys, this isn't consecrated ground. <laughs> that explains a lot. Does that make things better or worse? That means undead can be here, like her. She's undead. Okay. Why uh, would so they do that? Going down the line, V, your initiative. Okay. Um. Gosh. All right. Um. Uh, I think you told me it was... Oh, eight. oh, 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 you under the number. Yeah. Uh, sorry, I thought I was about to do an action because I'm 18. No, you're 18. Got it. Um, Voss? 25. Got it. Uh, Seisha? 11. Okay. 
Uh, Vinley? 13. And Patty? 11. I'm pretty sure that you have a better initiative score yeah. than Seisha. So. <laughs> yeah. Everybody um, has a better initiative. Voss, <laughs> um, you're up first. As you look over uh, roughly 20, 25 feet away from you is this ghastly image of this woman who her face is not just a skull, but an amalgamation of various bone sh uh, shards and shrapnel that have come together to form a skull and a mouth as her jaw unhinges far wider than it should as she just lets out this just groan. <laughs> what do you do? Move within striking distance. Let's see. Uh, you can easily get there uh, within uh, that's 20 feet of your movement. Just take one attack right now and honestly see what happens okay uh attack with the moon touched rapier which is out Ugh, 12. uh 12 you slash uh, slash through and your blade just cuts through her form as she lifts away and like like the mist kind of goes away and then reforms as your blade literally just passes right through her okay um i will bonus action dash uh, 35 up, like towards the uh, entryway we came in. Okay, cool. Uh, that puts you uh, right next to, uh, almost directly next to V, um, but kind of adjacent to the center uh, sarcophagus that you saw with the kneeling woman. Okay, and I will stand back and see what happens, essentially. Okay, all right. All right. All right, go ahead and roll. Um, we come to the player action. All so right. As uh, this happens, she uh, calls forth uh, from herself, and she just throws her arms out, and you see uh, these pieces of bone shard uh, reach out towards the other sarcophagi and pulling up from their crypts uh, are three of these ghastly warriors. Uh, they are completely incorporeal as they pull themselves out. They are wearing armor, shields, swords, all of which you can see straight through as they pull up. Um, Seisha One comes out of the, the coffin behind you as it, you know, apparates, pulling itself up, uh, bringing the sword to, to strike against you. Uh, v, one pulls up next to you, this um, missing this lower half of its jaw as it's just a skeletal face uh, with you, this chain coif that dangles down, but you see no uh, chin or lower jaw to it. Um, and then the other one pulls itself out of the coffin, kind of closest to you, Voss, as it makes its way towards you. Um, and then with that, she reaches out her hand and then pulls it closed as the door behind you slams shut. Makes sense. Um, but uh, with that, uh, first attack is going to be against... Oh, right. Got it. Uh, and, uh, sorry, sorry. They're here. Not, not They're going to roll initiative is what's going to happen. 
and they do, and they will move, move that actually attack, if not move just yet. Uh, and they will take their turn when they take their turn. Uh, let's see. Uh, Yay! All right, let's see. <clears throat> so. Roll on a d6. Uh, it's going to be Seisha. Okay. Um, you watch as that arm that it was extended out turns to you, and you watch as those bone shards begin to fly off towards you as they begin to spin around and around and around you. I need you to make a strength saving throw. All right. 13. Uh, that is going to be a fail. As they whip and turn, you watch as it kicks up ethereal grave dust and bone shards as they begin to form this cyclone around you. You were considered blind and deaf. Okay. Also are going to take... Don't love that. Not a fan. Twenty-seven slashing damage. Jesus. Um, sorry. I just realized I'm not raging. I can't. You're not raging yet. Not raging yet. Uh, and you're also going to take 25 necrotic damage. Is Jesus. that halved? Uh, that is not halved, so you'll take 12. Thank you. Yep. Yep. Um, uh, as you feel yourself begin to be lifted off the ground as you are enveloped in this whirlwind yep. of necrotic green uh, grave dust and bone shard. Uh, yep, and you are going to be blind and deafened. Uh, you will be able to repeat this saving throw at the end of your next turn. Okay. Okay, um, but something will happen at the start of your turn. Um, that is brings us to V. It is now your turn. Okay. She paved the way. Uh, yes, uh, and she uh, sinks back into the ground as you watch her form disappear into the cold stone below. Grand. <sighs> okay, okay. When I uh, envisioned meeting my boyfriend's family for the first time, this just really wasn't what I had in mind ever at all in any scenario. Um, so... Uh, I just look at the guy with no jaw next to me. Yep. I'm just like, all right, well, I guess it's time for you to go again. And uh, she rages. And, um, you know, tries to beat it to death. So that first hit is going to be. Um, as you rage, uh, Patty, you see more ethereal like ghost-like figures pour out of V as she just screams out. Um, more so in frustration as the, the mental anguish of the situation that she is currently in uh, fills her uh, with these emotions. And you see this young woman that almost looks exactly like her uh, despite the clothing being different and tattoos across her face. Uh, being of, of different origin as she seems to pull an ethereal great axe 
off of V's back. Uh, who else do you summon, V? Who are you calling forth? Um. Gosh. Big butcher guy. I know you love Spine yeah. Cleaver. Yep. <laughs> this is so cool. And then, uh, oh God. I'm sorry. I'm my wolf brain bark? is blinking. I need to just yep. pull them up every time. Uh, wolf lady again. <laughs> okay. Uh, Wraithborn, and yep. you see, yeah. uh, also pouring out of her this massive man with uh, these spine cleaver. Spine cleaver, I choose you. Massive man with this giant blade. Uh, that rests across his back that seems to be somewhat of a cleaver if it were, I don't know, the size of a helicopter propeller. Uh, and across his uh, face is this stone flat helm that it, uh, that covers his scowl as he rages out towards. Uh, and then coming up from what seems the shadows is this woman with a stoic stare, a scar of uh, tattoos, rakes across her left eye and shaved ha hair that comes to a braided mohawk um, as she, even in her red ethereal form, seems ghostly pale and standing beside her, coming up from the shadows, is this massive dire wolf that just emanates uh, this smoky, shadowy form. Um, what do you do, V? Okay, so um, I reckless tacked, so the first one's gonna be 24. Uh, 24 hits. And that is gonna be for uh, 12 points of damage. You bring the Bahir blade down, arcing it across, expecting it just to pass right through, but the magics of the blade connect and you actually tear into this ethereal figure, almost feeling the scrape against metal and flesh as it cuts into it. You watch as it tears away and that ghostly kind of steam and smoke kind of pours a bit from the wound now leaking out from the cut as you deal damage. That is your first attack. You still have another attack. My second one is 15 to hit. 15, as you bring it across, flipping it, coming back, it brings up the spectral shield and it the sword clanks off of it and you miss. <sighs> Right, that is V's turn. That brings us to Vinley. Okay, so um <clears throat> there was one 15 feet away to you on to your left. Uh right here. Yes. Uh she will right look at Patty and be like, uh, um, and she will cast Shield of Faith on herself as the shadows around her from the columns swirl around her and seem to make her armor just a little bit bigger. Okay. And then can I roll an arcana check or a religion check, something to determine what kind of spirits these are? Sure. So product either, either one is fine. Gotcha. Uh, that's a dirty 20. Okay. Um, these are what are known as phantom warriors. They are usually spectral remnants of fallen soldiers on the field of battle. Um, but all of them you can see on at some point in their regalia, on their tabards, their shield, is that crest of the Brandar family name. Um, 
would she know if necrotic damage would do anything to these? Um, would you get a dirty twenty? Yeah. Uh, you would. You're not quite sure. I mean, you would know that they are incorporeal undead, and most incorporeal undead don't really take too much from necrotic. But you're unsure if these particular ones, because you're so unfamiliar with uh, this particular foam, you've only read about them uh, in your studies. Then she will rather than rather safe than sorry and she'll stretch out her bone wand hand with the ring of jergal as it flashes and she casts sacred flame all right on the one close what does venley's sacred flame look like um at the base of it it's like burning a black candle it when it erupts from the creature it the base of it is black and as it gets further away from the creature it turns into this royal blue color love it uh it makes a deck save Yes. Okay. It is super dangerous. That is a 10. Nice. It takes uh, six points of radiant damage. All right. And then she will run towards that middle sarcophagus on the other side of V. All right. That'll be 25 feet of movement to get you right there. That's perfect. Yep. And that's All right. It. That brings us to Patty. Patty's going to just sort of shake her head and she's like, okay, time to bring out Bailey. And she's casting her spiritual weapon, which is Bailey. And Bailey looks like one of those adorable little cherubs you would see on a tombstone, except he appears dukes out, ready to fight, uh, going for the nearest spectral vision in front of him. And we'll start. I love it. (laughs) All right, so then Bailey, because that's my action. Uh, Bailey gets a 16. Does that hit? Oh, I don't have a little... Uh, you're going for uh, one of the Phantom Warriors? Yes. Um, a 16 just hits. Ooh, well, find that out nicely then. And that's going to be six <clears throat> damage. Six damage. Which one was that on? Uh, that was on the one that's basically... Uh... Yeah, this one? Yeah, that one right there. Right there? Okay. Uh, I don't have a, a little chair mini, so we're going to use the... Whatever you have is good. The, the little... Uh... Unseen servant mini, but he looks like he's putting his boots up. So, That'll work. Uh, it'll that one take. That's the same one. Vinley hit. So. And then Patty will move to stand behind the column that is closest to her. Okay. Uh, you gonna take an action? Motion. Just moving. Yep. Okay. okay. Copy that. My action was calling up Bailey. That, that's a bonus action. Oh, it's a bonus action. That's right. Yes. Um, then I'm going to. I can cantrip this, right? You can. Then we're going to do Sacred Flame <laughs> at, uh, oh, the same one. Let's see if we can get rid of that one, too. So that is 2d8 in that. Da, 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 da. What does Patty's uh, Sacred Flame look like? Patty's Sacred Flame comes out this bright and colorful prismatic beam of light that almost looks like sunlight going through a cut piece of glass. Love it. And that is going to be an 18 to hit. 18 hits? Uh, yeah. Okay. Oh, wait, no, that's a dex save. I'm looking at Produce Flame. Oh, oh right, 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 right. <laughs> dex uh, on your part, 15. That is a natural 20, which so will save. Will save. save. Uh, yep. As, as um, Bailey comes in and sort of brings this little tiny fist across its face, it staggers back a bit and looks back snar- like snarling. Uh, but as it looks, you actually look as it's missing the top half of its head. Um, 
and it just has the lower jaw almost opposite to the one in, next to V. And as it does, you watch as it brings its shield up, which is actually in the shape of the, the crest of the Branderthals as the Sacred Flame hits that and washes over it. Okay, but I see that it's missing its head basically, right? Yes. Radiant does the deal, kids. Uh, all right, it is now Stacia's turn. Stacia, at the start of your turn, yep. um, as this cyclone of bone shards and fragments uh, surrounds you, uh, you are going to... You're gonna take 13 more points of necrotic damage um, as it is like you're having to close your eyes and you can't hear anything as the, just the like constant hum of that whirlwind is around you. Uh, you do feel a presence of something next to you. Okay. Um, for my action, I'm going to cast Lay on Hands on myself for okay. 20 points. Okay. Gritting your teeth, eyes closed, you reach up and lay your hand on your breastplate, feeling the scroll amulet between your fingers as you know that Agma is with you in this and you feel the radiant energy seep into you and your wounds close. She takes her hand off her chest and runs it down her blade and bonus action casts magic weapon. All right. And you are magic weaponed. And I can't move, can I? Uh, you can move. Okay. Um, uh, actually, I don't want to move because that'll give him an opportunity attack. I'm just going to stay put and prepare to get hit again. <laughs> yeah, you were just blinded and deaf. You were not restrained. Right, but I don't want to promote um, All right, at the end of your turn, you can make another strength saving throw. Okay. Oops. Strength. It's an eight. No still unable to fight. You kind of just hunker down and just wait to see what comes. And with that, that presence you felt, you feel as this spectral sword comes piercing through this maelstrom of bone shard. Uh, advantage of me. Yeah, uh, that's going to be a 23 to hit. That hits. Uh, all right. Uh, with that, you feel as this just pure ethereal energy pierces into your flesh, uh, you are going to take four force damage. Okay. Um, as it pulls back uh, and then comes in to, to sweep to kind of cut across you again. Okay. Jeez. Hey, I'm getting uh, hit, y'all. It's going to be a 22 to hit you. Uh, that hits. Um, and again, uh, this one is going to be five points of force damage uh, as it kind of goes through your armor and cuts into your flesh. There are no wounds, but you can feel like it's cold presence just being inside of your form. Rack you with pain. Uh, v, the one on you. You watch as it turns its eyes, empty sockets staring into you. 
uh, as it brings its sword up and makes two attacks against you with advantage because you attacked directly. Uh, first attack is going to be a 12 as you bring the Bahir blade up and put that magic catching the ethereal sword and swiping it away. Um, and unsure, like seeing it move through things, you look and you actually look up and you see Bone Cleaver almost in the same stance you are with his blade as his ethereal form has blocked the blade with yours. But it comes in and maneuvers around this spectral warrior has seen combat, died from defending its family at some point. Does a 19 hit your armor class? Yeah. Uh, it, but it finds through and catches you right in the side uh, as you feel that same cold presence. Um, you're going to take five points of force damage. Uh, and it kind of, there is no cut, there is no wound, but it's just this cold burn uh, into your flesh. Uh, the other one is now going to make its way towards you, boss. Um, and it does not really sense the presence with Bailey, as Bailey is not really here. Uh, it will move towards you, boss. Right there. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> hey. Uh, it will make two attacks against you. Um, unsure what to do, you just hold both of your rapiers up and you watch as it pulls its sword, but almost mimicking something that happened in the battle. You watch as the spectral blade shatters as it goes and just completely missing you. And as it looks to, to take another swipe, the blade's still broken with a natural one and a 10 to hit you on the second attack. You watch as the blade reforms and resets itself. But for a, for a second, that echo of a battle once seen, the blade shattered and you are unharmed. Gotcha. Uh, that is the end of their turn. That brings us to Voss. Did I see both Vinley and I know um, uh, Patty has been dumping damage into the one in front of me. Did right. Vinley attack the same one? Uh, she did. Okay, this is the one I attacked then, feeling that this is where we've pumped the most damage into is the one right in front of me. Okay. And I'll go ahead and make that. That's a natural 20. A natural 20 will hit. Alright. Um, 40 points of damage. Uh, say that damage? 40. 40 points. Um, you watch as, even though the enchantment of the Moonblade Rapier, it is a minor enchantment, and you know that it is not a full magical aura to pierce through the effects of this, but you do find purchase as it goes through. Um, maybe not as much as you were wanting, but you do see a Gosh. massive wound yeah. carve into the side of it that begins to leak that same ethereal smoke, uh, almost like it's this uh, being's blood that is just spilling out and kind of evaporating in the air. That is your first attack. You're going to take your second attack? Um... Is V on the other side of me, or is that yeah. a monstrosity? Nope, that is V it's right me. here. Okay. Um, she has a creature right next to her. Okay, I will go ahead and stay where I am then. Um, uh, this would be the 
Yeah, it'd be the whip with the second attack, just because I want the range on it in case I need it. Okay. Um, that's a 20 to hit. A 20 will hit. Okay, and that is just an extra th three points of slashing damage. So uh, reduced to right. one. Yep. Uh, and you just, you crack the whip and it just goes completely through it. You see a little sliver of that smoke coming off of it. Okay. Um, right. um, I will move back one towards V to prevent her from getting flanked. All right. And that and is you where kind I of back it. up, back to back. V, you feel Voss press up. You look back. Voss has pressed himself up in a defensive stance, facing off against one on his side as you face off against one on your side. Oof. All, all, all right. Almost the where you both seem to truly and only become true friends is on the battlefield as you fight back to back, very similar to when you were in the fighter pit in the Xanathar lair. You feel him and knowing that he is behind you, ready to go to, to keep you to keep you guarded so you do not get flanked yourself. Uh, it is now the layer action's turn. And you watch as one of the Little glowing orbs begins to float. No. Right. Right next to you, Patty. Mm-hmm. And as it kind of brushes up against you, there's a spark. Oh. Nine to hit you. Oh heck no, honey. Try again. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, and uh, kind of this one just kind of ap appeared kind of right next to you. And it, and it's just bobbing, just waving back and forth. <laughs> um, and uh, that is its turn. It is now. And then pulling herself up from the cold stone 15 feet behind you, Voss. She reaches up and goes, You never loved me. You sucked away my family's wealth to be make it your own. As she reaches out and tries to attack you. Madam, we have never met. <laughs> what? Okay. Do that mm -hmm. okay. I need you to make a strength saving throw. Cool. As coming up from the ground is this dust of Ooh. ethereal grave dirt and bone shards as similar to Seisha, this whirlwind of bone and ethereal dirt rushes around you. What'd you get on your strength Despite save? Despite this being my worst save, this might work, a 19? 19 will do it. Um, you, right. You're able to push through and not be guarded as you're like, lady, I've never met you. Uh, but you will still take half of this. You take uh, 11 slashing damage. Okay. Just 11 slashing damage? Oh, hold on. I heard a lot of dice roll there. All right. Uh, and 13 necrotic damage. Can I uncanny dodge the slashing damage? You yes, absolutely you can. can. Cool. I will reduce that because I don't think I can uncanny dodge necrotic. 
V, you are raging. Yes, I am. I am going to do Spirit Shield. Okay. Uh, and... Rushing in um, to tackle you out of this whirlwind is uh, a Spine Cleaver as he okay. rips you away and you take... Uh, Minus seven. And you take seven away from that total. Nice, 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 nice. That's, you are not wrapped up within the whirlwind of uh, Grave Dust and Bone Shard. And with that... You have a respectful nod to the uh, spirit that protected me and a nod to V. And with that, uh, with almost burning embers of hate in her eyes, she sinks and disappears back to the floor. Mm, got her <gasps> pinned down somehow. Uh, v, it is your turn. All right. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna wreck it. <laughs> He's still right there in front of me. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. Let's see. That is Voss behind me, right? Voss yes. is directly behind you. Yes. So you just have this one right here. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna go reckless again. I can do that. Okay. Absolutely. So uh, let's see. That's gonna be 24 to hit. A 24 will definitely hit. Yay, and that is going to be 16 points of damage. Okay. And then next one is going to be 26 to hit. 26 hits. And that's going to be 12 points of damage. Bringing the Bahir Blade up and carving to almost like an X into this its chest. You watch as it splits open and is almost like apparating and disapparating as it just is flickering away, barely able to hang on his existence. Mm. Okay. Uh, that is your turn, Vinley. Uh, Vinley looks over and sees Seisha in this whirlwind still, and she's gonna point her wand forward and look at the spirit and say, Leave her alone as she cast. Oh my god. Um, as she cast Guiding Bolt at fourth level for uh, natural 20. And uh, which one are you? Um... Uh, the one by Seisha. Okay, got it. Oh my god. Um, yes. That's a total of 54 radiant damage. Oh, uh, something that's new. Uh, Due to uh, certain things, we're changing the way um, lingering damage lingering works. It's now 40 points of damage. It's uh, going to increase by five every level that you guys have. So it'll be a 40 threshold. This will definitely cause that, though. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Uh, oh. As uh, what does your guiding bolt look like? Um, normally, it's the yellow golden energy, but coming out of Vinley's wand, there's a soul that pulls its way out of her wand and it's lit by that same blue-black fire as it slams into this creature's chest. And it, nice. in like the flames of, of this radiant, uh, the, the radiant flames engulf it as it goes up. And when the flames die out, there is nothing left. And then she will run towards Seisha, not getting close enough to the cyclone uh, to cause damage to herself, and she'll call out to Seisha, like, take my hand. As she you want to be within five feet of Seisha? Which yes. is, uh, that's close enough to not be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah easily. So, yeah, you um, you call out, Seisha, you do not hear Venley's voice. 
All you hear is the whirlwind, and it sounds like screaming souls all around you. Um, that's, that's nice. Yep. Patty. Uh, Patty is going to use her bonus action first and direct Bailey to the uh, one that's running away from it. Go and get him, little guy. And it's little little wings flap as it. Oh, it's it's totally like you know dukes yep. up, ready to go. It's yep. even like doing like a bob and weave thing going on yep. here, and like you know brushing the nose every so often. <laughs> and that is going to be an eighteen. Uh, eighteen hits. Of, I keep getting a lot of eighteens tonight. And that is mathing is fun. Nine points. Uh, and with that, you watch as Bailey comes up, kind of kind of does a little little bob, puts brushes the nose, and it just. Boom! Right into the face uh, of the jaw of this being as you watch as it goes back, and as it does, it poof, dissipates. Okay, cool. And then watches, she's... Watches in disbelief as this tiny armed winged thing bursts this thing into powder and just cocks his head over at it. It'll, like, wave. <laughs> and then uh, turning to the Will-O-Wisp right next to her, what is your, what, what? Or, what? Sorry, DM'd, DM moments. Sorry, the strange light standing next to Patty. <laughs> no, it's, no it's fine. It's You're, you are uh, uh, an eighth level cleric of journaling. You know, yeah, it's a will o like. So uh, she's going to have some fun and look at it like, and aren't you a little shit? And she's going to try and sacred flame that one. Okay, so right, deck so save. Next save. Uh, that is... Squirrely. It is pretty squirrely. It's really squirrely. Um, that is going to be a twenty-four. Oh, then it manages to dodge. Yeah, it you Ooh. it and it just like like just kind of goes in a little loop yep. as it your sacred flame just hits the <laughs> ground and then it just bobs real calmly. Just she'll kind of like squint an eye at it. Um, those bonus action. You gonna move? Nope, she's gonna stay. Okay. Okay. Seisha. Hi. Um, uh, uh, you are going to take. Eighteen points of necrotic damage. That's halved. Uh, sorry, sorry. Nine. Nine points of necrotic damage. Got it. Okay. Oh, hold on, hold on. I rolled the wrong dice. Oh. Okay. My bad. Are they going to be higher or lower? <laughs> you take nine points of necrotic damage. <laughs> uh, um, I rolled the exact same on the new set of dice. And go ahead and make your strength saving throw. Uh, well, for my action. Um, uh, yes, do my action. Yes, part. yes. Do your yeah. action. That's at the end of, end of the turn. Uh, yes, do your for, action. Yeah, for my action, I'm going to cast 20 more from, or actually 15 from Lay 15? on Hands. Okay. You heal yourself for 15. Yep. Let me do it this way. And then I will attempt to break out. All right. 16. As you spin around, just being completely engulfed in this, you just feel the warmth of Agma flow over you, blessed through you with your divine form. And you reach out and you feel something grab your arm. I and it feels solid. 
and real, and you pull out and you're uh, standing right next to uh, to Vinley. As you watch as this whirlwind of bone and ethereal dust just <laughs> evaporates as thanks. you break out with the aid of Vinley. Oh, thanks. No problem. Ow. Uh, alright. Um, going after you, V. V. This missing jaw warrior makes two attacks at you. Uh, the first one is an 18. Okay. Uh, second that, one. That hits. Uh, second one is also going to hit. That's going to be a 23 on the second one. Uh, uh, okay. It's fine. It's fine. Almost fine. Bring, doing the same motion as you, it carves two X patterns into your chest uh, as you take a total of 20 force damage. That is 10 on the first one and 10 on the second one. Nice. Got it. Um, that is its turn. Uh, that brings us to this little little floating little bobble, just happily floating. You're not allowed to roll this time. <laughs> uh, does a five hit you? Oh, <laughs> yeah, I rolled a natural one. Nice. <laughs> uh, yeah, it, it just, just, it doesn't even attempt to hit you. It just bobs. Yeah. <laughs> and like Patty, like start like bobbing with it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, boss. Um, can I squeeze through to flank with V on the other side of this yeah, thing? Yeah, you can. Twenty twenty feet of movement will get you there. Cool. I do that then, and I will attack it. All right. Sounds good. Let's see if we can deal with these guys before we start dealing with the other thing. Uh, twenty to hit. Twenty hits. Um. Uh, go. And hey, that's a good sneak attack. Uh, twenty-five points of damage. Nice. Twenty-five total. Yes. Okay. So, uh, you swing your Moonblade Rapier through him, uh, and you feel parts of his form trail uh, away, uh, and it doesn't look like it's doing that much damage until the tendrils that pull away um, completely vanish his form. As as almost like pulling a string, it unravels. As you did just enough. Awesome. Um, okay. I, knowing extremely little about the undead or whatever it is, but knowing that having been in enough of these things, that there's usually some weird point of contact. Is there anything in this room they look like they're defending, channeling, drawing something from that Voss in his limited capacity could notice? Um, Make an intelligence check? Yeah, I know this is a weird request. Yeah, it would be intelligence. Uh, it's a 19. Nineteen. Yeah. Um, um you get the sense that these spectral warriors are protecting her. Okay. Um You're not you not really sure what from the little bit that she said, there's not a lot to go on. So okay. I'll make your conclusions as you get it. Okay. 
Um, nothing really I can communicate to the rest of the group. Uh, we can count that as a bonus action. If not, I'm drinking a potion. You can drink a potion. Yeah. Okay, then that is how I end my turn. Okay. I'm not moving um, anywhere. There's right. no need. Layer action. All right. App um, kind of appearing. You see some more of these little, little, little dancing lights that just kind of float in through, float the, in wall, through the wall and the ground, this, and uh, all around you, just filling the room more with these dancing lights. And you, and you watch as they all, they all just kind of float up and kind of just bobble in and kind of appear next to all of you. Oh no! I just like a beholder. <laughs> uh, yours is the actual Will-O-Wisp mini. The others are the dancing light uh, minis from uh, WizKids. Okay. Can verify, yes. Yep. yep. But they make wonderful Will-O-Wisp minis. Yeah. They do. Um, so with those that come in, um, we'll start with the one on you, Seisha. Sure. Uh, does a 22 hit you? Yes, it does. You take 11 points of lightning damage as it just kind of floats up to you, bumps into your armor, and there is like a jolt through your metal armor. Seisha screams and kind of staggers a little bit. Uh, Vinley, still holding onto your hand, pulls you back up as much as she can. (sighs) Uh, Vinley, a 21 to hit you. Normally, yes, but I cast shield. My AC is now uh, 24. Yeah, you see it hovering up to you, and you're like, and you see Seisha ah! for a second as you look over, and you're like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> as this ethereal shield kind of forms in front of you. Uh, uh, Voss. Oh, uh, a 19 to hit you. That is. All right. Uh, you are going to take 15 lightning damage. I uncanny dodge this? You can uncanny dodge it. Sweet. Uh, it you just had your turn, so you got your uh, reaction back. So, yeah, it, it shocks you. It, I mean, you see this little, you've seen them floating around, and they've brushed up against you, and there was never any real harm. This one kind of just brushes up against you, and it is a, like, jolt of electricity as it shocks you. Brand. Uh, v. Uh, you reckless last time, so it will have advantage. Uh, With advantage, a 13 does not hit you. Yay! Yay! And lastly... Little uh, victory. Uh, no, no, that, that one was already there. <laughs> okay. yeah. um, that is the layer action. Uh, it is now her turn. Uh, and then right in front of her. Yeah. Uh, I meant other one. Out of play. Oh, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta. Yeah, I know. You gotta say, you gotta say. (laughs) I know. Patty. Yep, you gotta say Patty. (laughs) Uh, Forming up from behind you, you hear the ghostly wail of the woman just emerging up from the stone behind you. You stripped the city of its life and sold away its soul to the highest bidder. Um, let's see if it gets hits. Does not. So it's going to take two attacks against you. I didn't do shit, lady. Uh, not you, uh, Patty. It's it's on Patty. Oh, I thought it was on me. My bad. 
That is a 17 to hit you. Uh, 17 just hits. Okay, and a 26. Um, that, that'll all right. hit too. So both both attacks hit you. Um, I need you to make a uh, first one on the first hit. Uh, go ahead and make a con save. Okay. Um, you're going to take. That is the 12. 12. 12 is going to fail. You feel your life being sucked out of you as you just become extremely tired. Severely winded as it's hard to breathe as this oppressive presence is around you, you gain a level of exhaustion. Ooh. Um, you're also going to take 27 points of slashing damage. Oh, okay. Um, okay. And we need you to make another constitution saving throw. So as the second one hits you. Okay. Oh, that one's much better. This time it's a 19. Okay. All right. You feel it. You feel your body begin to seize up as it has hit you both, almost feeling like it's pulling on your soul itself. Um, and I need you to, to make a third constitution saving throw. Oh my gosh. Um, Heavens to Betsy. Um, on the second attack, you're going to take 18 points of slashing damage. Okay. Uh, uh, and let me know what that second con save is. That third the, con save third con is save. a 23. Okay. And you are fine. With that, as the second hit cuts into you, you feel yourself begin to also weaken again, but you grit your teeth and pull through as you do not take another level of exhaustion. Oh, cool. Uh, and uh, with that, you watch. Let me count it. How far away is that? She still has 10 feet. And with that, she will disappear. You will get an attack of opportunity. I was going to say, do I get an attack of opportunity with that one? Absolutely do. Uh, then she is going to absolutely guiding bolt this bitch. Do you have Warcaster? Do I have Warcaster? Oh, wait, no, attack watch for it. So I'm going to use my... I don't have Warcaster. Okay, so it will need to be your flail attack. Yep, I was going to say I'm going to use my flail instead. So that is... I haven't played with this one yet. 18 to hit. Uh, 18 hits. And I got full damage, so that's 12. All right, nice. Uh, is there anything Please. special about this flail? Yeah, it's magic. Okay. Yes. Uh, 12 damage, or you say 12 damage? Yeah, full damage, 12. Uh, yeah, it, it connects with, and you hear the crunching of bone uh, as some of the shards burst as she sinks through the floor. Nice. Um, all right, that is her turn. B, it is your turn. All righty, so... Um... Wait, who's that in front of me? That's not the guy. That's the wisp. Nope. There's a little, little floating, little globule of light in front of you. No, I mean, is like, is that Voss, like by That's the Voss. pillar? Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. He just moved positions. Yeah. So there's a glowy thing. I um, I try to whack it. Okay. I guess because I'm right. unsure what to do with this thing. Yeah, fair. Uh, I will uh do so recklessly. Okay. And that will be a 23 to hit. A 23 will hit. And will it cause eight points of damage? Eight points, got it. And I'm gonna do, I'm gonna do it again. 24. Right. 24 will hit. 
12 points of damage. Nice. You hey. swing and carve into this little glob- globule of light, uh, and it hits, and you see sparks of electricity kind of <laughs> as it's like <laughs> barely holding its form together uh, as you hit it twice. Um, all right, you gonna move? You gonna stay there? Still up? Yeah. yeah, I'm gonna stay here. I don't really know what else to do. I'm just more bewildered by it than anything. I'm like, what the hell is that? Yep. Uh, all right, Vinley. Um, Vinley is going to look to Seisha next to her, see how hurt she is, and just quickly reach over, put her hand on her face, and look her in the eye and say, you are safe. And she'll cast Cure Wounds at third level. Oh, yay. Uh, 15. Uh, oh, I'm an idiot. I just clicked out of it. It's 18. 18? I forgot to add the plus three. It's okay. Seisha. So impatient. (laughs) Benley says this, and you feel the warm healing energy wash into you from Benley. Can I make a clarification? Please, please do. As she reaches out and touches her face and says, you are safe. The shadow from her armor like seeps into her armor and she feels the chill of the grave disappear as it works its way down. Saisha feels the chill of the grave? Disappear as the shadow is worked down. It's like pulling away from you and washing away from you. So less warmth, but more so the absence of cold. (laughs) The return of warmth. Yeah. 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 (laughs) As she pulls you further from your death. Thanks, sis. Uh, all right. Uh, you gonna move? Bonus action. Uh, as a bonus action, she pulls out her second wand, the one with the blue flame on the end. Got it. Ready. All right. That brings us to Patty Jameson. Well, this is a fun little pickle. Um, she's going to send Bailey to start attacking the one that is uh, next to Voss. I don't know if Bailey can get there. Is the one next to me? 20 can't get to the one on Voss, but can get to the one on V. Oh, is that V? Yeah, then then one on V. Yeah. Here. Go. Okay, so he's going to do his, you know, beat him up, knock him out. Carob. Yep, fist of cuffs. (laughs) That's a 15. A 15 misses. Oh, he whiffs. Yeah, as he swings and it just just bobs and spins around daily. He'll like cross his arms and pout then. And Patty is going to, um, yeah, I'm gonna stick with uh, Sacred Flame. On uh, the right. Sacred Flame, the Will of Wisp. Yep. That's Dex. Uh, that is a twenty-five. It makes it as it moves very fast out of the way. Okay. Um, that is Patty's turn. That brings us to Stacia. Hey. Okay. I'm going to attack the one. Let's see. Well, Venley's beefy these days, so I'm going to attack the one on me. Yep. Fair. <laughs> <laughs> I think in the situation, you are both less armored and less hardy. Yeah. 
I was about to say, how does it feel to be have less hit points than me? You know what? I will learn metal just to get you back. <laughs> oh my god. That's uh, 23 to hit, and I'm going uh, 23 to will hit. So I'm smiting on this one. Okay. Uh, this is an undead, so you do get your extra D8 damage. Awesome. That's going to be 16 points of damage, uh, radiant damage, and an additional, my weapon is magic. Yes, it is. Additional 10 points. Nice. And with that, you cut down, uh, and with the smite, the scroll forming connects, and you watch as this little will-o'-wisp. And she will turn and face the one in front of Venley. And that you do. Anastasia's turn. It is now the Willowist turn. Uh, the one on Benley is going to little. It's gonna boop her. <laughs> gonna boop ya. Benley, uh, uh, right. uh, that. Oh yeah, it, 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 you duck out of the way as it misses you horribly with a six. Oh, wow. Um, Voss, uh, you watch uh, as this one kind of comes up, uh, a 23 to hit you. As it jolts you, uh, you're going to take seven points of lightning damage. Good. Uh, and B, the one on you, that is, uh, is a 21 to hit you. Is anyone really hurting right now? Yes. OK, you just got hit, right? Uh, Seisha, I believe, is still bloodied. Oh, no, she's, she's a little less, a little over being bloodied. She did not get hit. Okay, I thought you did, my bad. No. no. Voss just got hit. Voss yes. got hit, okay. Seven points. Uh, you take 15 points of lightning damage. I take 15 points? Yep. Okay. Uh, and, uh, you shoot Patty, yourself, I think. I'm assuming a 13 is going to miss. Can't shield myself. You can't? No, I can only shield other people. Uh, did you hear that, Patty? Thir 13 to hit you? Doesn't hit. Okay, yeah. Uh, it moves and you just kind of like whack at it with your... Just bop it with a flail. No! No! no. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. Did you? What did you roll to hit me again? Uh, a 21. Okay, I'm ready. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, 15 damage. Okay, yeah. In my mind, I... Yeah, you. I figured that's what happened. Uh, Voss, it is your turn. Um, I will attack this thing in front of me. Yeah, fair. Okay. Uh, 25 to hit. 25 hits. Yeah. Let's see if I can kill it, though. Hopefully in one shot. 24 points of damage. And waiting for, like, just kind of timing it, watching it bob as you kind of move your blade like a conductor's wand and then faint and slash the last second you cut it and bisect it in two as it yep. Yep. And, and, it, and it and it comes back together you did 24 points of damage how oh, right <laughs> okay uh despite that and feeling like we're slowly being overwhelmed here um Voss moves 
um, towards the gazebo. Okay. Okay. Um, bonus action, drink potion again. Okay. Glad right. about three. Uh, that is that. That's my. Uh, that's you. Layer action. Yeah. You watch as coming out of the center, uh, is one more of those ethereal warriors stepping out. Um, no, no! Matching the man that lies upon the top of the sarcophagi and stands next to V now. Um, hey. Okay, it is now. Mm. By the way, the sarcophagi on this are beautiful. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Some were made by us, some were rich, uh, uh, whiz kids, and some are other things. They're really nice. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, coming out of the floor. Um, yep. Near the center sarcophagi, pulling herself up out of the floor, she looks towards you, Voss, again, and goes, You ignored our son! Our son! Your own endeavors, always looking to your home in the north. Excuse me? Right, boss, I need you to make a strength save. Okay. Um, As the whirlwind torrent of these, this bone shard cyclone. Maybe uh, 15. Unable to get out of the way and time as you are enveloped in this. You are blind and deafened. Oh, God. That first hit's a doozy. Uh, you take sure. 21 points of slashing damage. Uncanny dodge that. Yep. So 10. Mm -hmm. And 23 necrotic damage. Jesus Christ. Okay, I'm still up, barely. Um, and will then disappear back into the floor. Yeah. Yep. V, it is your turn. You did you use your? You did not. You did just see Voss take a bunch of damage. Yeah, I'm. Gonna yeah, you use... did. Yeah, I was gonna use. In my mind, I was like, "Wait, Perseus to be damaged," but then I realized right now. Uh, so yeah, I'll use Spirit Shield for Voss, I guess. Yep. Fine. Right. No problem. So uh, eleven. Thank you. you can... Heal 11 back from the damage. Sit him out. <laughs> him out. Thank you. As you I guess I'll allow it. God. Mm -hmm. As you watch shadows form up from around and start spinning in the opposite direction of the whirlwind, uh, you see uh, Wraithborn just kind of focusing uh, towards that area uh, as mm -hmm. then she can't hold uh, the power 
and dissipate the whirlwind, but saves you from some of the damage. Yep. Appreciate it. Um, v, v, it's your turn. Cool. So I'm a, I'm a beat the shit out of that light thing. That fairy. Okay. That fairy. Yeah, you have thing. that, and you have one of the spectral warriors in, next to you as well. So you have two. Well, two I'm cards. hoping this first hit will just kill the first one because it seems it, pretty damaged. It is damaged. quite possible. What what uh, what did you do to hit? So that is going to be 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 a twenty four, and the damage will be a thirteen. Uh, thirteen damage. With that, you cut into it and take it out. Down like a mosquito. <laughs> Damn. All right, all right, and then I'm gonna go for the next. I, I I know you used a different little thing, but is it just another light, another wisp? Uh, no. So so that's what you just took out. You have a spectral warrior, one of the. Oh, it's like a tall dude. Got it. Okay. Yes. Okay. Anyways, um, yeah, I'm just gonna. I'm a reckless that because I'm just a reckless person. And that's gonna be 22 to hit. And, ooh, 18 points damage. 18 damage, got it. Yep, yep, yep. What's everyone's health at? Katie's low. Boss, um, I assuming is low. Well, you you won't be able to tell numbers unless you do medicine checks. But well, not numbers, but just kind of get a sense visually, that like yeah. visually, I think Voss looks rough and Sasha looks rough, but they don't look injured. Yeah, they just I'm, look very. I, I look yeah. close to bloodied, but okay. Uh, okay. Some of the scrapes and cuts across their form uh, were from the whirlwind. Hard to tell on me because I'm in the middle of a maelstrom right now. You yeah. are. You are. You are. I just. I'm gonna assume bad because you're <laughs> yep. in the middle of a maelstrom. Yeah. I mean that's, that's a safe assumption to make. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, Binley. Binley's going to present her uh, Wand of Magic Missiles and expend three charges from it. And that's going to be 5d4. What are you doing it at? Uh, Four are going at the one in front of me. One is going back towards the one in front of Patty. Got it. All right. So... That's four to the one on Patty. Okay. And then nine uh, plus four. Sorry, I have to use the custom dice roller for this. because okay, I got it. The, you just tell me that. It sounds good. I can enter it in. So perfect. Uh, they arc out and slam into it. You see it flicker a bit, but it, it's still floating and hovering there as the one shoots out and slams into the one next to Patty. Patty, you see this magic missile arc past your ear and slam into the will-o'-wisp in front of you. For a moment, you thought it was going to hit you. Good aim! <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Alright, that's Vinley. Patty, it's your turn. Uh, Patty's going to shout out to everyone, today's not the day we're entering our names, kids! And she's going to cast Mass Healing Word. Hey, that's oh. nice of you. And then that's eight points for everyone. Everybody heals eight. Take Yummy. It. Yummy Take eight. It. And then she's gonna turn to the Willowist next to her. However, for you, you little shit. And she's gonna attack it with her flail. <laughs> love it. I love it. Not your. Hopefully, it is your day. And that is going to be a sixteen. A sixteen will miss. No. As it zooms out Never of the way. Suckers. 
They are very fast. Yeah. 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 Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. That is. That is it for Patty. You're gonna move. You're gonna stay there. I'm staying where I am. All right. Copy that. Seisha, it is your turn. Awesome. Um, I have a question. I don't know if this is possible or not. Having been in it, do I think that I could have? That somebody could have actually pulled me out of it, or did I have to pull myself from it? Uh, I guess someone could offer you a help action yep. as their action, but okay. uh, they can't t- use the, the, they can't roll the strength roll. They can just give you. Okay. Yeah, it is a saving throw, not a check. So yeah. it, you, it. again, you can offer the help action, which would give them advantage on their roll. Right. Uh, but you cannot pull someone out of it. Okay. Um, I'm going to run over. Uh, she's going to look at Venley. You got this one? Okay. She's going to run over to Voss. Okay. And it's going to take an attack of opportunity on you. That's fine. Uh, it'll miss you. Okay. I'm going to. She thrusts her hands in, and um, use. And her hand glows as she reaches out for his, and she uses her healing hands ability. Okay. To heal him for eight more. Okay. So heal eight, Voss. Sweet. I'll take it. Come on, Voss. Time to leave. This thing. I would give you a reply if I could hear you. (laughs) Um, And the the spectral phantom warrior pulls out this um, spectral longsword as he swings it at you, arcing uh, at your thighs. Um, He is going. That is going to, I believe, hit you with a twenty-two. Yeah, that hits me. Um, you are going to take 11 force damage. Um, and as you kind of stagger down a bit, uh, it comes up with an overhanded arc to kind of catch you off guard, but you bring the Bahir Blade up and catch it and push it out of the way uh, as an 11, no, eight. an eight will miss you. Yes. I mean, both will miss me, but. Yes. <laughs> uh, and that brings us to the will oh wisps um the one that boss was attacking will hover over to you v uh and will attack with advantage because you reckless attacked yeah oh 16. uh that's that's my same that's same okay um ac that's the yes it'll hit you it's me. Uh, 12 points of lightning damage. Uh, okay. a, n- a nine will miss you, Patty. Uh, Vinley, uh, a seven will miss you. And those are the three that are left. And that is, that brings us to Voss at the start of your turn. You take 17 points of necrotic damage. Um, I'm gonna spirit shield that. You absolutely can. Has it been her turn? That's a lot of damage. Okay. I'll take it. Uh, four. So take away four. It's Uh, something. It is. Yeah. Not gonna knock it. (laughs) uh, you, You look, as the shadows continue to help try to keep it back from you. Uh, you are blind and deaf, but you do have a turn. Uh, um, okay. 
you felt you felt someone touch you and you felt he- like you felt better from that touch but you're not okay. sure who or what touched you i'm spinning around in the maelstrom i would like to get out of this so i'll make that check <laughs> at the end of the turn um may i um unfurl the grappling hook let it fly and hope it catches into something to assist myself to pull myself out of this bullshit that i'm currently in um sure go ahead and make a roll me a percentile die roll them dice bros uh 25 25 you feel it spin out and you feel as it catches something and you feel it go taut Seisha, you feel as a sharp pain embeds into your side you wanted to help yep. three points of piercing you're gonna damage. take three points of piercing damage as you look down and there is a grappling hook embedded into your thing uh i will say that you can roll a d4 and add it to your saving throw i'll take it I'll take it. That's a four, so that's helpful. Um, uh, that is a 16. 16? And you watch as this, it goes taut. Seisha, you lean down, you kind of grab it and pull. You, using it, you pull and you feel it wrench yourself as the shadows go backwards, stopping it with the help of V and Shadow Walker as you pull yourself free and it dissipates. You are no Ugh. longer blind or deaf. Or really? A grappling hook? Oh my gosh. We are in a situation, I am sorry. <laughs> okay. I gently pull it out of you. Uh-huh. Like, like taking it out of a fish you don't want to hurt. Right, thank you. That's very Um <laughs> So that's my action, I got bonus. Um, doesn't mean it doesn't hurt the fish. I spy the gazebo. What do I see on it? Because that's where everything started from this. It did not. It started from her tomb. Her, okay. her It started from her sarcophagus. It did not. Okay. She just came out, first appeared by the gazebo. Okay. After um, she appeared in her sarcophagus. I drink the third potion then, because that's... Okay. That's my uh, you cannot... You made that save at the end of your turn. Oh, okay. All right. That's my turn then. Um, nothing happens on the layer action. Uh, yep. Um, as you watch as Vinley coming up behind you. Uh-oh. 15 feet away. <laughs> uh, she pulls herself up and you hear, you hate those that are not like you, but this city thrives on the conglomerate of all that reside within Toral. And she's going to reach out toward you. As the maelstrom comes up, Vinley looks at her and says- It does not, it does not come up. Oh, okay. She just she's looks actually, at her, her claws are, co- like spectral claws are coming towards you. Oh, good, even better. Mm. She looks at her and says, do I look like your husband? Dude, seriously, wake up. Uh, 16 to hit. Uh, miss. And a uh, 25 to hit. That hits even with shield. Okay, so the first one scrapes off of your new half plate uh, as it protects your you from this spectral claw. The second one hits, tearing, going through it, 
tearing into your flesh. You're going to take. I'm going to have to fix that. Twenty-four points of slashing damage. Is that with the plus two? No. Twenty-seven points of uh, slashing damage, and I need a Constitution saving throw from you. All right. So that's an eleven. Uh, that is going to be a fail. You feel your strength sapped from you as this hits you. You're going to take a level of exhaustion. Gotcha. And I did get a. Uh... For that uh, concentration check on Shield of Faith, I got a 24. Uh, okay, got it. Great. Um, Seisha's going to yell at this point. Everybody group up! She's appearing around us! Uh, and with that, you watch as she sinks back into the floor. All right. That is going to be... It's turn V, it is your turn. Alrighty. Uh, let's see. Um, you got, you got a, a, a Will-O-Wisp and a Phantom Warrior on you. Okay, so I am going to, when I use um, a potion, is that a bonus action? That is a bonus action. Okay, yeah, so I'm gonna use um, my first greater healing potion. Ooh, a greater. Yeah, that's, uh, oh God, remind me, 4d4 plus 4 or something? Yes. Did I make that up? Okay. Uh, yeah, 4d4 plus 4. <laughs> it that's sounds it. fake. <laughs> <laughs> Probably because we're called d4. <laughs> All right. Um, okay, so I'm going to heal for 12. Okay, heal 12. Yeah. And then I am going to attack... Big boy, not little wispy boy. Got big it. one, um, normally. Attack. 17 to hit. 17 will hit. hit. Okay, and that's gonna be for 12 points of damage. And I swing again. And that's gonna be for, uh, for the 14 hit. 14 does not hit. You watch as he brings up a shield and it slams and scrapes off of it. The first attack cuts through him and pulls away uh, parts of his form. Okay. That is going to be I said it's some damage. Mm-hmm. Finley. Um, that caught me off, off guard. I thought the spirit was my turn. Hold on. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, Finley will drink uh, a potion. Okay. As a bonus action. Come on, healing five. Okay. <laughs> um, and then she is going to ready her action with a fourth level guiding bolt for when she reappears. She's just going to try and hit. Okay, me. got it. Okay. That is going to be Finley's turn. Patty. <clears throat> All right, Patty's going to shout. Get the other one! And she's pointing to the, uh, oh, let's go with the spirit, not with the Will-O-Wisp. Okay. To start. Uh, As Bailey floats on over. Yep. It's gonna just start hopefully making some contact. And that is going to be a mathing. 
22 to hit? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely okay, so then that is going to be six points. Just cold clocks him right across the jaw, staggers back a bit, but still standing. Of course it is. And then Patty is going to... Uh, hell, she's going to attempt to swing with her flail at the Willowis right on top of her. Okay. See if we can get some contact, finally. And that is going to be a 19 to hit, maybe? A 19 will hit. Freaking sweet! Okay. Barely. Oh, oh, barely. Wow. Thank you. So that's six. Six points. As you slam into it and connect, you watch as there is this spark as it kind of triggers a bit. That is your turn. Okay. Seisha. Um, is going to hold her action, waiting for the uh, spirit to reappear, at which point she's going to move and attack it. Okay. Uh, just you, so you know, you, you cannot, cannot move, move and attack. attack. Yeah, you can only move or attack. So you, well, you have to... She's going to hold her action in hopes it appears on her and boss, because... Maybe she'll get lucky. Actually, no, I'm not going to do that. Can I reach the one that's on V, the big one? Yeah. Okay, she's going to move there and attack him. You come up next to Bailey, the cherub. Oh, hi, Bailey. And... <laughs> That's a dirty 20 to hit. A dirty 20 hits. I'd like to smite. Okay, you're, it is undead, so you can get your extra d8. Woohoo! Alright, that's going to be 16. Oh no, sorry, I've got to add in uh, 17 points of, I guess, radiant slash magic damage. And with that, you bring your sword down and it carves through and you just watch as it dissipates. See, we gotta get back with the rest of the group. Okay. And I'm assuming I don't have any movement left. You don't, it took all of your movement to get there. Cool, uh, all right. What's that? Uh, on Patty, okay. That is a strong... 12 to hit you, Patty. No. Finley, that is a natural 20 to hit you. Mm. Um, oh! Um... No. Patty, are you... What... Are you low? Uh, Patty didn't get hit. Finley is getting hit. Finley is oh, getting, Finley's hit. getting hit. Finley's getting hit, my bad. Finley got crit. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Okay, well, in that case, I will, um... Spirit... Okay, you're gonna take 27 points of lightning damage, minus... Minus four. As Low comes running over at the last second and just grabs it, you watch as her hands kind of jolt as the electricity shoots in, absorbing some of that hit on you. So you're going to take 23 points uh, of lightning damage. Finley looks no. up at Low and says, Good to see you again. She just nods at you and kind of in, like, that's like um, same, like so glad to see you back as yeah. well. Yeah. Uh, Nod. Um, 
Uh, can you make me a concentration check for Shield of Faith, please? Uh, DC on that is going to be 11. Uh, it's an 8. 8, alright. You yeah. lose Shield of Faith. The shadows coming off just evaporate out as you lose concentration. Boss, it is your turn. Um... Uh, no, wait, hold on. Before that, uh, we have one more that's attacking V. Oh, did, did you do that? Oh, you solid. Yeah. Uh, you reckless, right? No, I didn't reckless. No, you, did, you didn't. Oh, that's good because the second roll was a natural twenty, but the first roll was a nineteen on the die. Uh, so uh, that is going to. So it didn't really two. matter. <laughs> Twenty-three. Oh, it's not a crit though. Um, that is six points of lightning damage. Okay. Now, boss, it is your turn. Um, not seeing a clear way to quell the spirit aside from just fighting it now. Um, move bonus action dash so I can flank with uh, Venley. Okay. The side of the Willow. Uh, you don't. You, you don't need to dash. You can get there with your thirty feet of movement. To flank. Oh, oh, to flank with Venley. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought you went. We're going back to back with Venley. Not nah. flank the will o wisp, nah. but I got what you're saying now. I need to attack. Um, that should hit. It's a 26. 26 will definitely hit. And that is 17 points of damage. Have to. That eight. is my turn. Yeah, and you carve into it and just barely see it hanging on as it's flickering harshly um, as the low magic of the moon rapier doesn't quite have enough to get through the defenses of this ethereal undead glowing orb. Uh, And appearing 15 feet behind you, Patty, you watch as she materializes up from the ground once again. My ready action go off? It does. does. That's a 22 to hit. A 22 hits. All right, that's going to be... Yeah. 28 points of radiant damage. Nice. Yes, ma'am. As the skull shoots out again, trailed by the blue and black flame. It hits her as she <laughs> screams out in pain, unable to say anything this time as you were uh, you caught her off guard casting as she appeared. Uh, but she is going to take two attacks against you, Patty. Uh, and with that pain, she uh, winces out and uh, completely loses uh, concentration of the attack. That is... Yeah, gonna hit. 26 to hit on the second. That hits. Um, con save? Yeah, that will be a con save, if correct. Okay, that's a 16. A 16 will just pass as you grit your teeth, as you feel the strength begin to be sapped out of you, as you take a walloping 25 points of slashing damage. Uh, but 
She used all of her movement to get there and does not sink back into the floor as her chest is emanating this ethereal blue glow against her green. The next attack against her will have advantage because of Guiding Bolt. Nice. Uh, that brings us to V's turn. All right. I am going to attack the big one again. He's gone. Uh, he's oh, gone. He's... Yeah, yeah. Seisha, Seisha got rid of him with her smite. Uh, you then what's have a that little, in front of him? a little will-o-wisp. cherub. Yeah, so that, that is uh, Patty's uh, little cherub spiritual weapon. Bailey. Oh, it looks just like the big guy. <laughs> yep, so that's Bailey. Okay, okay. I was confused for a second. Uh, you have a will-o'-wisp that you can attack if you want. Yeah, I'm attack that one, and um, I'm gonna attack recklessly, just in hopes that I kill it faster. Okay. Honestly. Good. So, uh, 25 to hit. Uh, 25 hits. will hit. And that'll be 16 points of damage. And 16. Then 16. With that, you cut into it and it evaporates. Yay! Evaporates. Okay. With the group. Okay, 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 fine, fine. And I run to the group. Okay. So, yeah, when you're, you've moved right next to Vinley with your 40 plus feet of movement. Uh, that is V's turn. Uh, you have a second attack. You come up on another one right next to you. Yeah, I'm gonna attack. I'm gonna attack him too. Okay, yeah. That's gonna be a natural 20. Um, don't even roll damage. It has one hit point. <laughs> <laughs> As you decimate it. Yeah. There's not, Overkill. Like, there's not even a spec- so it, what it, I do is I actually turn the blade like flat side down and I just squish it. Yeah, you just smash it like a I bug. Just go smash it. <laughs> and like with an electrical splat, it just goes. That's exactly what I was going for. Vinley. Little, little stain, little shit stain. Vinley <laughs> turns and says, after having just cast that guiding bolt, she looks to the spirit again and say, I'm sorry for disturbing your rest. It is time to go back to sleep. As she casts a third level guiding bolt. With advantage. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> no one else nice. is getting from your gun, first getting one. That's a dirty 20. A dirty 20 will hit. And that is... 33 points of damage. Um, and again, that just angered, like... <gasps> like just pure rage coming from this spirit. And then Vinley's going to take a... Actually, no, I'm out of actions. Uh, she'll look to Voss and hold out her hand, but that's all I can do this turn. Okay, that brings us to Patty. All right, Patty is going to place a hand on her chest and mutter, I'm getting too old for this, and she's casting uh, cure wounds on herself. Okay. And. Then, let me just check something here. As a bonus action, I'm going to cast Hidden Step. 
and turn invisible. Uh, all right, you go invisible. <laughs> and then can I, will I be able to sneak away then? Um, it will still get an attack of opportunity on you, but it will have disadvantage on the attack. Mm. Um. Yeah, I'm going to risk it. Okay. So are you moving towards, I'm assuming her? Hell no, I'm moving towards the group. Oh, fair, fair. We're forming up, baby. We're using <laughs> tactics. If that's 30, you can get... That's good. So close. That works. Um, all right, it is going to make its attack at disadvantage. That is a natural one, which will miss you. Lovely. Yay! Um, all right, uh, that's your, uh, you still have your action? Or, mm -hmm. or was going invisible your action? No, that was a bonus action. I did cure wounds on myself, which was my action. Got it. Copy that. That is your turn. Yep. Um, it is now Sasha's turn. Okie dokie. Um, there is nothing I can do to her and form up with the group. So Sasha is going to... Do I need to use movement and action to get to everybody? I can't... Oh, no. You're like... Oh, okay. 5, 10, 15, 20. We'll get you right behind... Right behind I, the- I wanna, I wanna get in front of Venley. That is easily doable. That will be all of your movement, I believe. Just kidding, that's 20 feet of movement. That'll get you right there. Okay, sweet. And for my bonus action, I'm going to drink a potion. That sounds great. You still have your action. Um. Heck, why not? For action, Seisha holds her hands down, her shield and sword kind of holds them down, closes her eyes and wisps of smoke pour out of her eyes and her hair begins to float like she's underwater and wings erupt from her back with a fog pouring down off of them as she assumes her divine form. Right there. <clears throat> All right. And you go with that, and as that happens, that brings us to your so dead. Our final little will-o'-wisp will just slowly start to make its way towards the group. It's got a pretty big flat speed. It'll get right to you, Seisha. It's going to attempt to shock you. It will not with a natural one. <laughs> um, a little startled by your uh, your form, um, Voss. It's your turn. Okay, so we're all in one giant pile. You mm -hmm. are. Um, uh, you saw you saw Patty disappear. You haven't seen where she is, um, but the rest of you are together. I'll hold action, see if she appears within my range, and just wait to attack. Okay, ready, re ready a melee attack if she mm -hmm. appears within it. Okay. With that, you watch as she disappears through the floor. Uh, actually, hold on before she does that. Okay. Uh, randomly rolled it. Got it. And appearing from the corner of the room, she 
pulls herself up from uh, the depths of the floor and looks into your soul, Vinley, and says, you weren't there in my pain. You left him to watch his mother decay. Yet you were there to curse my soul, my family, to bind me here in pain. And I will make you pay. Uh, he's gonna take two attacks against you, Vinley. I got the second one. Uh, 17 on the first one. Uh, shield. Okay. <laughs> shield goes up, but the second one gets around it. I'm, uh, maybe not. I don't know. Uh, a 25. Five. Yeah, that hits. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I felt so bad. Um, with that, catches you uh, in the side of your shield as you can't quite get it around in enough time. Twenty-seven points of slashing damage, and I need you to make another concept. Hey V. Yes, Spirit Shield. <laughs> <laughs> just, just that sad <laughs> look. I, that's why he looks over. Please. Can <laughs> I have some Spirit Shields to help? Nine. So reduce that by nine. So. 18, 27, 18. Oh, I'm still up. I was like just about to say something right <laughs> when you said that. That was so cute. As all three low spine cleaver and raceborn stand as a wall in front of you as this rake of energy passes through them and just a few, the tips of her finger uh, scrape against you and into your Form. Uh, what was your con save? 23. And it's enough to maintain and not take that exhaustion. <sighs> um, all right. That is... Uh... Nope. nope. That's exactly 60 to get there. So uh, yep. she does not fall back in uh, as she does not have the movement to do so. Z, it's your turn. Um, and just so you know, Voss. Oh, I'll wait until you put your headphones on. Just so you know, Voss. If you're, you can switch out your ready action for a move if you so wanted to. At this point in time, no. Okay. It's like she'll get to her if she just stays there. But yeah, it was, it was her turn. It's Bee's turn. Yeah, it's B. B. Your turn. Alright. Gonna wreck it. He is 15 feet wreck from it. You. So, you... so I have to move to it, but I'm a wreck it. I'm gonna hit it. I'm gonna smack you... it. Just with rage as you roar, charging Bahir Blade dragging behind you as you come, bringing it up and across her body. What did you do to hit? 25 to 25 hit. will hit. And ooh, 17 points of damage. All right. You cut across her as shards shatter against your blow as you see that green necrotic energy pouring out of her, leaking into the air and dissipating as it pours out. 
What's your second attack? It's 23. 23 hits. Roll damage. All right. That is also 17 points of damage. Nice. nice. Bringing it up and then back down, you come across, catching her into the side. It scrapes into the center and then you pull out. You just watch as she wails in just pain as you see tears begin to come down her face. But the, the tears are leaking as black necrotic energy that pours out and kind of almost almost similar to Seisha's smoke coming from her eyes, except for it's all coming down like tears uh, as you do that massive amounts of damage to her. Vinley, it is your turn. Uh, Vinley is going to, as some would say, risk it for the biscuit. And she, with tears now in her eyes, looks up at this woman's soul and says, victim of a madman, be free as she casts a second level guiding bolt okay. at her. Uh, you have, uh, you do not have advantage, sorry. Uh, okay. With advantage, so regular attack. That's a 19. A 19 will hit. Don't click inflict wounds, that's not what this is. <laughs> <laughs> you sure? Uh, 26. You reach back and you Look up, tears coming down your eyes as you call out to her. Sing us that swan song. Yay! Nice! There we go. So she reaches up and she's now fully crying. And she says, victim of a madman, be free. And she releases her guiding bolt. And as it gets closer to her, the skull morphs and becomes fully radiant and it washes over her. It doesn't hit her. It seemingly breaks the binds of whatever spell work and whatever magic he is used to curse her soul and freeze her spirit. Awesome, and, and as it hits, you watch, and as it does, you watch as the bone fragments keeping her form shatter and explode in a burst of blinding radiant light you all have to shield your eyes from the intensity of this. And as the kind of, you know, um, globules of light that kind of hit when you are hit with bright lights fade and, and the room comes back into focus, hovering there in the place of this angered spirit, you see the beautiful visage of a human woman. Her hair billowing in the wind, very akin to Seisha's, though not smoke, just like she's floating in water. She wears an elegant, noble dress, completely translucent, that just kind of flows. The long sleeves billowing in the breeze, her hair, as she hovers in front of UV. She looks, looks down at you. Yeah. Thank, thank you for bringing me rest. And uh, thank you for making my son happy. Of 
course. And as she reaches out and brushes your cheek, you feel the faintest cold against your cheek as her form wisps away and fades. And fading, or not fading, but apparating and falling to the floor is a pile of bone-white ashes. And you, you all feel that dread that this room had immediately vanish as you feel the warmth and welcoming of the hallow once again take hold of this chamber. You hear the bassy Gregorian chant and the angelic hymnal melody fill this room without the muddied, softened sounds. Are you okay? He should have been here. It may have been too much for him to be here, V. Can you imagine having to fight your mother if you loved her as much as he loved his? Yes. And to hear what his father did to her? As bad as it is that he wasn't, It may have been better. And fading into you, you see your ancestors. And the last to join is low as she puts a hand on your shoulder and says, bring him her love. You are a protector. You are Vederok. And with that, she fades back into you. Seisha walks over to Venley and casts Cure Wounds on her, take 12 points of healing. Has anyone seen Patty? V would feel two strong arms wrapping from behind her and just pulling her against her and just holds her. And you hear in a very soft voice, death can sometimes be the best release. She's at peace. I feel like he should have been able to say goodbye or something. And, and with those words, you see the form of Patty reform. I believe it only lasts around. Yeah, it's as soon as she yeah. does something, she appears. And you, and holding you, you feel the, the warm, soft, furryness of Patty's face nuzzled on you as she kind of gives you those words of encouragement before releasing you. Seisha walks over and kind of moves Bee's hair out of her face. I know, I know you think he should have been here. And I think you're right in a lot of respects. I don't know if he would find peace hearing that his father cursed his mother to what she was. That, that would break my heart. V, um, 
if it makes you feel better, I did learn a new trick. Patty got to see it. Uh, the seance that Mama Uwe did, I am now able to actually do that. I can really? give Rhaenyra a moment to say goodbye to his mother. Okay. Her spirit's yeah. right now, so you should be able to answer it. Yeah, we can do that. That's we should we should do that. Yeah. And that way he he didn't have to see what his mother was capable of or put her down the way we had to. So I shouldn't tell him what happened. I think maybe we just tell him that her spirit was bound here and we freed it. Okay. Okay. Hey, you did good. Thanks. I mean, we all did. Yeah, but we're fighting something a little more complicated than the rest of us. Let's get out of here. I hate this room. I uh, find a small urn or something with which to contain it, and I gather her ashes into it. You can find an urn. Uh, Dump the other person out. <laughs> no, it's more so you you actually yeah. find a uh, a vase full of flowers, um, and you can or a vase full of flowers, and you can fill that. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think any urn in there would already have ashes in it. Yeah. <laughs> As it seems to look to be the shape of the key hold. As it was urn in shape. I take it, look to the rest of the group, and I say, that's it. It's time. Okay. Y'all should go ahead and back. Uh, Patty and I will handle the cleanup here. Okay. All right. I'll meet you. You all gather up the ashes, put it into the vase, and start heading out. Um, Miss Patty? Aye, ah, kiddo. Can I call you Auntie Patty? You better. Thanks. And Seisha gives her a big hug. And she'll hug right back. And as she's hugging Seisha, she looks at all of them. Anytime you need hugs, come find Auntie. We'll be finding you a lot. You better. V hugs Patty again. No, it's it's, like she's just like pulling them all together. Because it's normal for her, like to stand up. <laughs> and then, as everyone leaves and they're fully out of eye shot, Vinley will hug Patty for an extended period of time. Patty doesn't say a word; she just holds her. And then they clean. Mm-hmm. And as you all make your way back and pay respects making sure that the crypt is as it should be. Patty, you return back to the Parish of Lion's Bane for your daily, to finish your daily duties as a very interesting day. Probably the most interesting you've had in, well, second most interesting you've had in the past couple days. And I think with that, we are going to end tonight's session. That was a good ending. Yay. <laughs>
thank you so much, V, for joining us today uh, and bringing Patty into our lives. Uh, we 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 love furball hugs, <laughs> <laughs> and I think we could all use a furball hug. Right. I love Patty. She's so great. <laughs> Patty is amazing. And her cauldron of everything. <laughs> her bag of everything. Of everything. Yep. <laughs> it's not a bag of holding. It's just a bag of, you know, crazy old uh, <laughs> Speaking of cauldrons of everything, if you haven't already done so, please enter hashtag beyond in hashtag the chat beyond. to win a digital copy of Tasha's cauldron of everything. It has everything. It has everything. Uh, subclasses upon subclasses. Um, if you, um, uh, just as a note, um, this week's winner will be the pre-order. It does release on the 17th, uh, so next Tuesday, uh, or Tuesday, should I say, uh, this upcoming Tuesday. Yeah. Um, uh, of note of that. Yeah. Um, so you'll be able to uh, retrieve your winnings uh, when it is fully released yes. on DMV Beyond. Yes. So if you go and try and enter yes. it now, it won't work. Just pre-warn. Um, also, enter hashtag Hashtag Eldritch, uh, if you have not done so already, to uh, make your own or to win the possibility of making your own uh, free miniature from Eldritch Foundry at eldritchfoundry.com. Uh, it's all the miniatures that we use. Yep. And uh, we're we are getting a patty soon. And uh, V, as in V Muse, um, I believe you have a, a painting channel, maybe? Is that right? I I do have a YouTube channel. It's a VOD library of how to paint miniatures and how to make terrain and do fun things like that. And you can and also, uh, you know, come and see me over on the WizKids channel too, where every so often I do vlogs yep. as well. That's yeah. right. And I will 100% say that we learned a lot of our terrain building from watching V's channel yeah, way back was. when, when we were trying to figure out how to do this crazy terrain building thing. Uh, but also, uh, hopefully in the future, um, you will be receiving a uh, a patty mini, and I love hopefully it. we will see you uh, painting this lovable anti furbolg. I hope so. <laughs> so. <laughs> uh, all right, we got some winners. Um, uh, as um, okay, as uh, uh, winner of the Elder Shiley miniature is, I'm gonna butcher this name, and I am so sorry. Uh, Suki Dekio. I believe I probably butchered that and I'm so sorry. Uh, <laughs> but uh, the winner of the, uh, that is the winner of the Eldritch Foundry miniature. The winner of the Tasha's Cauldron of Everything is Brian Cortijo. Uh, I probably butchered that. Hey. Uh, and again, I'm sorry for that. Uh, we will be reaching, reaching out to you via uh, Twitch whispers. So please be on the lookout for that. And we will have all the information for you there. Yeah. Um, Thank you for a wonderful session. Thank you, viewers, for, for sticking with us as we went a little over today. And as always, be excellent to each other. May you always roll with advantage. Good night, everyone. It ends when you're dead, but luckily you're not. So keep catching the adventures of D4 every Sunday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time at www.twitch.tv slash rockpunchatl or tune into the podcast, which releases every Sunday on a one-week delay. I might catch you there, but he won't catch me. Rock, rock.